We're live. Hey. Hey. Everyone. Um. Yeah. It's heist. It's heisting time. Heisting time. So we're excited. We've got some such amazing news, but I'm going to make you listen to everyone's introduction before we tell you. So uh, we're going to go in order of the month of the year in which you were born. Okay. So. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, no, Stephen's. Who's first? Blue. Blue. Blue's first. Moa, that's the person. <laughs> February, baby, that the the best month to have a birthday when everyone's like still like getting over Christmas and is miserable about January and and you've just gone back to school and I'm it generally snows or I'm ill. It's great to have a birthday in February. Um, I'm to, I'm gonna have to top that. But I wish my turn. Hi, uh, I'm I'm Moa. I'm not bitter about the month of the year I was born in, and I am playing Blue, um, fighter, rogue, all around badass, and struggling to get this bunch to actually formulate a strategic plan. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Me. Um, but I'm just going to shake my head for a moment longer because it's thematic and uh, really good for podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I jumped in. I think I'm next. April's pretty soon. Mm -hmm. February. It's like two months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm Connor. Uh, I'm playing Grongle, the uh, I was going to say fighter barbarian, and that's not right. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> You don't want Grongle to go rogue. <laughs> go barbarian. He's a rogue cleric. He thinks he's a little barbarian sometimes, I think. Um, and I've been working at a literary festival this week, so I've written a little limerick for us all as part of my intro. Uh, yeah. not, just, not just a literature festival. The uh, literature festival. The literature festival. The literature festival. is one of the big ones, isn't it? Globally. Yeah. yeah. I've anyway, been venue managing a small part of a little cafe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. <clears throat> The gross boys had started to smell. You need a wash, the party did yell. The things got out of hand and wrath on cast command. So Grongle banished that git straight to hell. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent. That's all the recap of last week. You yeah, yeah. I like that. I like, co co Joy Amy does that at the end of every week whilst playing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, look, I don't think that you should um, take away from anyone their great like writing attributes no. just because mine are more, Better. you know. <laughs> She's, she came in to defend you, but really just a bigger. Just to, I did not say in. better. Stephen said better. I thought it was delightful, and I love a limerick. I loved it. I, I loved it. I want more, more. Let's put on t-shirts. Oh, I've got, I've got a few. Uh, we've got <laughs> <all> <laughs> right, a good one about Boris Johnson, but that'll be for Patreon, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so next is probably me. Uh, in August, I'm Joy Amy, and I am playing uh, Morn, who is a Dragonborn Paladin Lady. Um, very shiny, very nice, uh, shiny blue face. Um, blue everywhere, to be fair, which means that uh, Paul gets very confused as to who is blue and who is Morn, um, which happens occasionally. Um, and yeah, mostly this week I have been um, 
getting drunk and dancing because I had my hen do or my bachelorette party, uh, depending on where you come from, uh, a month after my wedding um, because COVID I'm kept putting the Valley Girls voice, Joey, but you can save that for later. Okay, baby. <laughs> She came in as like a, a news presenter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's me. Just to add um, to Jamie's Hindu thing, I was wearing stripper heels for a short part of that night. It was good. <laughs> yeah, we we discovered we discovered that Connor's the same shoe size as so shoe size as Moa and can really strut his stuff. So that's oh something we need for Patreon. God. I'm so impressed with your heel walking. Mm-hmm. Got many talents, baby. <laughs> many talents. <laughs> <laughs> next. Uh, who's, who's next? Who's next? End of September. Luke. September. Yeah. So yeah, the Robins. I'm uh, going to try and control Ratsnick, who's going to try and control a small horde of zombies in a high-end party. So that's going to be interesting, as he can barely keep himself <laughs> under control, let alone all of this. And Seems like my spouse is going to be under heavy use to this as well. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, I think. <laughs> I'm I'm um, DMing. I'm born in November, which is actually quite good. Top of the, you know, top of the school year with Luke, with the big boys. We get to do everything <laughs> first. Um, although one year my mum was thought it was sad that I didn't get any summer type presents. And so bought me a swing ball. <laughs> wasn't <laughs> useful. Wasn't useful really in November. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But my mum's mad as a box. So that <laughs> definitely tracks for Maggie to buy a swing ball in the see Maggie doing that. <laughs> as a side note, as a side note, mum uh, Paul's mum, so my mother in law is so adorable, but when Grongle says no, he sounds just like Maggie. <laughs> 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 no. <Yeah. laughs> no. <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm Stephen. I'm going last because um, I was born in December. And if you want to talk about having sucky birthdays, have it in the month where everyone's broke because of Christmas, everyone's sick because of winter, um, and that it, it, and oh, office parties. That's the other one. Trying to arrange a birthday where it's oh no, I'm doing stuff with your work friends. You'd rather be maybe I'm the problem. No. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm playing Rothgon, um, the sorcerer warlock, who's just come back from a quick holiday in hell. Um, I work in a restaurant opposite the uh, the Cheltenham Literature Festival that Connor's been working at. So um, I haven't had time to come up with any wit witty antidotes about myself. So I'm just going to tell you a truth that's not going to work very well on a podcast, which is I have no joints in my thumbs. And that's always a conversation starter. What? I, I... I'm starting to realise why you're so popular. I'm... <laughs> um, I am a genetic throwback. I cannot bend my thumbs. Um, apparently, this is something that everyone else can do. It's <laughs> weird, man. I love it. Um, weird. Now I feel bad. Now we're all just like... For our listeners on the podcast, everyone is putting their thumbs up to their cameras and bending them as I'm there doing a little twitch motion because I have no joints in my thumbs. 
Everyone is using their human-given oh. right whilst the alien boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really weird thing. So it's, I've never had them. So people are like, how do you do anything? I'm like, well, I just do stuff because it, you work around it. It's, it's, it's the weirdest micro-disability ever. <laughs> uh, now, if you want to see Stephen's deformed... <laughs> <laughs> Please come play with my odd thumbs. Uh, Crap he says they don't bend, but how do we know? He could just not be bending them. We don't I know. Like, I'm putting a lot yeah. of pressure on this. It's just they don't bend. But you can come and you can come and meet us all in the flesh. Um, <gasps> what? What? We have what in the name of COVID? We've been holding on to this news for about a month, but um, about a month, do you reckon? About a month oh, ago, we yeah, got yeah, contacted yeah. by um, MCM Comic Con London, who have asked us to come and do a couple of panels. Uh, oh. so, we are really excited. Um, so if you are coming along, come and say hello. If you're not, book in. We're going to be on Friday and on Saturday. Um, so book in through those days, come to the panel. We're going to be talking about... Character creation. creation and Saturday. role play. Role play. play. Thank Friday. you. On Friday. Um, so they're kind of the things we think we're good at. So come and uh, come and find out what we think and what we're doing. Um, yeah, which we're genuinely so excited and yeah. honoured to have been invited. Um, that we will put lots of stuff out on our social media for the next two weeks. So you know you might want to just mute us for two weeks because we are going to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be so annoying. <laughs> um, and just a side note, I mean, I mean, Tom Hiddleston's going to be there as well. So uh... yeah, it's a pretty big and Charlie Cox. I feel like Charlie, Charlie Cox. Oh, I love Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox. Was in Stardust. He was Tristan oh, in Stardust. Like, it's perfect. I bloody love Stardust. Oh, Stardust <laughs> is like my favorite film. <laughs> if someone could do a D and D campaign based on Stardust, please. I want sky pirates. I oh, want I'm in. witches. It's just I want I want murderous brothers um, fighting I'm for a it, You didn't want to play in my world. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I still live on the set of Stardust. Just saying. I'm sorry, what? I used to live on the set of Stardust. You know the what, um Did anyone know oh, you were the there? Village. Yeah, yeah, you know no, you know there's like the Hang Prince pub. It was filmed in Norwich on the street I used to live in. Oh the, wow. the, the, the Storm Stormhaven, is it the, the village in Yeah. Yeah. Stormhaven. My house. Well, near my house. <laughs> wow. That is, that's a good claim to fame. That yeah. that is a good claim to fame. Yeah. It is. But if any podcast listeners are at Comic Con, uh, if you see one of us, come up and say Santori's unopposable thumbs. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do a selfie. If you can, there will be a prize if you can bend my thumbs. Okay, uh, legends of old. Okay. If you're coming on Sunday, then we'll all be in cosplay on Sunday because it's going to be tricky. Wait, are we all cosplaying yeah, on Sunday? I mean, I am. Well, I mean, I am. Yeah, no, I sort something out. I just haven't sorted anything. I'm, I'm doing like, I'm not going to say it here, but I'm doing like the laziest costume ever. But I'm okay with that. Mine consists. Really mine consists of a t-shirt. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. More was sorted, by the way, everyone. Uh, yeah. Uh, so sorted. We have been able to source a uh, professionally uh, created uh, costume. I'm not going to say of who. Mine, I, I give you a clue to mine. Mine is a um, t-shirt 
and potentially a foam shovel. Uh, <laughs> I'm going as a tired Comic-Con panelist. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'll be there with you. Uh, but it slightly affects our output over the next few weeks. Um, and I'm going to hand over to our um, diary correspondent. <laughs> the diary he correspondent. Can't, he can't use his thumbs, but somehow he can keep track of I dates. I can keep dates in line. <laughs> right. <laughs> organised dude. So, um... Oh, sorry. What? So, uh, a few weeks back, we organised a uh, schedule of how the year was going to look, and we kind of worked to the idea of five weeks on, take a break, a one week, a couple of weeks, and then um, take some time off. We decided post-wedding um, to skip that this time because we knew Comic-Con was coming up. So we've given you seven weeks of content. Um, so apologies for how batshit tonight goes because we are all <laughs> shattered. Um, but anyway, we are taking our scheduled break next week instead. Um, and then the weekend after, we will be cosplaying at comic-con apparently so unable to do a stream then however we are taking massive opportunity of all of us being in one house together so that means we're gonna roll some friggin dice um roll the damn dice in fact <laughs> um, so what we are gonna do is um connor will take some of our characters. Um, some of you who were around for last year may remember Torin, Frain, Lily, Arian, and Janaeus. Um, they are the other team, but obviously a lot of you have jumped on board since them. So it will be an introduction to you guys to the other team. The other team were actually like our first team. They were the debut team. So um, they're the ones that started all of this, but they've been in hiatus for a while because um, they're tired. They had a tough year. They've been through There's a lot, lot going on. So they'll be coming back in the new year. Um, they're going to be DM'd by Connor and their story will pick up where it left off. However, just for fun, um, we were doing it as an anniversary thing, but due to sickness, we couldn't do it. So just for fun, we're going to release a little bit of a Halloween-ish episode. I assume it'd be Halloween-ish. There's going to be dead things at a bar. Um, which is oh. how my Halloweens go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, purposely yeah. Halloweenish. <laughs> or purposely Halloweenish. Um, totally planned. So, totally. as a podcast episode only, on the 29th of October, we will release the Beyond the Depths Justice League mashup um, episode. Then we will be back to streaming on the 31st of October. How cool is that? Okay. Um, not saying that we're all going to be in some sort of costume, but <laughs> I, I, I know us well enough to know that we're all going to be in some sort of costume. Um, so, yeah. Pushing down on me. <laughs> and we will be picking like, up with Justice League on the 31st of October. That, I think that'd be, if you're, if, particularly if you're in America, that would be the ideal setup for your night out, right? If you're going out while you're getting ready, <laughs> just chuck us on streaming in the background. Yeah, and innit? go out for your big night out. And if you're in if you're in the UK and you're under like thirty and you're gonna go out at ten o'clock at night like a young person, <laughs> put us on it's prep. And if you're old, you're probably not going out anyway. So put us on. Come on, guys. Free drink yeah. with roll the damn dice. Every, yeah. yeah. Every time um, Paul confuses um, characters, take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. The goal is, is that you want hour. to make it to the club. So actually, don't, don't apply that rule. Yeah. 
every seven months. Right, I'm going to sort out a... Now I've got to sort out a drinking game for Roll the Damn Dice. Uh, <laughs> my list. Yeah, every seven minutes we'll say trick or treat so you don't have to as well. Just plays out loud <laughs> when you get to a door. Yeah. <laughs> you can play trick or treat from home. We'll shout, we'll one or other, and then you either have to do a trick on your loved one. <laughs> Give them a treat. Exciting, exciting, sexy times with roll the damn dice. <laughs> Unless you're the one. Gone. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I'm taking it below the bell already. Okay. Very exciting. Heist in time. Heist in um, time. What we're gonna do is we're gonna um, roll the damn dice to see who is t gonna recap the plan from last week with maybe some little tweaks that have been discussed during the week. Oh, goodness. 17. This is the one oh. time I literally don't want it to be me. Yeah. Right, right, right. 17 for Amy. I was actually feeling pretty good about <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, <thank> you. <laughs> Sorry, we've just oh. been rolling. Sorry, Moa. Moa rolled an 11. Oh. Uh, Connor's rolled a 17. Luke rolled an 18. Oh, my heart But Stevens and Taurus. <laughs> What's the modifier for recap? <laughs> it comes in with a um, natural you get, you, 20! You get a plus one for every week you've bragged about it. Fuck. <laughs> 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 right. Is this the first one you've done, Stephen? No, 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 no. Like, I love doing the no. recap because I've got that ridiculous like, um, um, mind for like detail of what happened. However, when the guys were making the plans and coming up with suggestions, I was in hell. <laughs> so I zoned out a little bit and focused on my hell journey. Um, I then came back. I got no idea what's fucking going on. I wasn't really listening in the before thing that was going on. I I, I don't know. I literally just said, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. So would anyone like right. to volunteer as tribute? No, no, no. It's fine. I, I feel that this, this is this okay. is yeah. just interrupt me if I say something stupid or really wrong. So the guys. The team, minus Rothgon, because he was in hell, um, decided to come together with a plan of how they're going to infiltrate the party of um, Darkseid Jr., where Lox Murdoch's body is being held. So, as it stands, Blue is going to come to the party um, with a horde of zombies in masks and robes following her as some kind of weird kind of... Haven't you got a cult? Yeah, but everyone's got a cult now, ain't they? So, like, this is my cult, yeah? Um, one of the cultists will be Ratsnick in a mask and a robe, and he will be controlling the zombies. They will come bearing gifts. The gifts will be a beautiful stone with holes object. Um, it'll be very, very hollow, very thin, like an Easter egg, um, because inside that egg is going to be mourn and somehow at some point she's just gonna smash that open and do shit um ratsnick and not ratsnick um grongle and rothgon are team caterer so they are is that not right no i think so yeah yeah Okay, cool. They're team caterer. They are joining Garabriella's um, staff. So they will be walking around with trays of drinks and some sort of fancy hors d'oeuvres. I'm seeing something like a peppered beef on like a bellini sort of thing. Anyway, um, that's what they will be doing. So that gives them access to a lot of the rooms. There's talk of zombies um, causing some sort of commotion that will then allow us 
to all come together and sneak through the rooms that we need to because we need to get into the art vault where apparently there's a lot of spicy stuff um however with all the spicy stuff there is six guards that are standing the exact they're 20 meters away from each other but they're also like um an exact same distance away from an alarm which has now become a poor cord from the ceiling so we have literally one round to stop them from pulling that cord somehow and then behind a locked door in the art vault is where the body of lox mernig lies and then we're gonna grab the body and somehow get out there's not really much detail to that i think it's kind of like just <laughs> <laughs> just fuck about and find out, kind of. Um, huh? I think you missed a vital thing. No, yeah, we haven't. We, we, we haven't done an escape plan, but what what we haven't also done is is that how we're getting into uh, into the lab. You've missed, you've yeah. missed Grongle out of this lovely little equation. Well, I said it would be yeah. shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, uh, like, aren't you meant to get the key and bring yeah, it back? Yeah. Is... <laughs> he's, he's just smiling at us. It worries me that Connor doesn't know. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. Mourn doesn't care, so Joy Amy doesn't care. Grongle so... is going to be um, like uh, disguised as the halfling for, uh, sort of the dude that uh, halfling like barkeep that he impersonated a while a few episodes ago as the catering staff. And then he's Is he? Go. Did we, that? <laughs> that never oh, came he? we didn't decide that. We decided dis we decided disguised. They're really it's a really good plan. Um so the plan is to come out and find out. That was very that was that was very eloquent and stuff. Um, we're gonna pretty much start the episode as you arrive at the party, okay? Oh fuck! Um, <laughs> but um, you have the, the, you, you made your plan forty-eight hours ago, so I did say to you, I have been saying to you during the week, you can decide what you've been doing for the last two days, and you're just gonna give give us a little bit of an idea if there's any special stuff you got, anything you wanted to uh, look at, anything like that. Um, so let's start with what Rothgon's been up to. Oh, I'm going to put chocolate in my mouth. Okay, <laughs> let's start with what Morn's been up to. <laughs> Sorry. So, while Rothgon eats his snacks, over the past couple of days, Morn has been doing some shopping. It's a new experience for Morn. Normally, if she's shopping, it is just for pointy things. On this occasion, Morn has gone back to a curio shop and found, um, a kind of a, a series of six Venetian masks. They are very pretty, kind of spooky. Uh, she has bought those um, and also found herself tiny fake mustache, uh, just in case she needs to disguise herself as well-to-do gentlemen. So they were they were five gold pieces of mask, and they threw in the mustache for free. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so Morn will be wearing the moustache when she gets into the egg, just in case she needs to be in disguise and somebody <laughs> sees her. <laughs> Morn really hasn't, hasn't met many dragonborns. She doesn't know about 
<laughs> she doesn't know at all. The only dragonborns she's really interacted with over the past like decade have been Darian Golden Boy <laughs> and his mate. And that's that's about it really. So uh yeah, that's Morn. Oh, she's uh, also she's also um shined the snow globe that she has. Oh. She bought a snow globe a few episodes ago, and she's she's made made sure it's all shiny and sparkly. Right. Mm. Do we do we know why that was purchased? You don't. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so what has Ratsnick been up to? So Ratsnick, for the most part, has been rehearsing the distraction with the zombie entourage of Mavis, Gerald, Thrasher, Grayson, Unnamed. Um, that's probably taken up most of his time. Um, so the one thing, the one odd bit he would have done is head back to the shop which he brought the two statues from and sold the zombies to. Um, and he would have put in sort of a almost like a like a flyer or a notice to be put up um in the shop if they didn't already have access to one um and that's of a portable hole so if they didn't have one for sale he would have asked if he could put like an advertisement like any information of the whereabouts or a way to obtain um whether they wanted a fee or what to to post that um but yeah that would have been his one of just to put like a little advert or flyer um but yeah, by that I think no, they've, they've said they said there's a fine. So they haven't charged you anything for putting it out. Yeah. But they said they would charge you fifteen percent finders fee. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Um, so yeah, he's put that up. Um, and he's just like left a note of um, to <laughs> leave any details with the shopkeepers, um, and. I'll say, he'll ask if they have some way to contact him via message or sending or something like that um, if he gets any replies. They've said, they've said they'll leave a message with um, <clears throat> at the um, underbelly. Perfect. Um, and yeah, that's it. Most of his time, like I said, is probably going to be rehearsing because um, he's confident with zombies in a fight. Not so confident with leading zombies in a situation like this. So that that's probably taken up most of his time. Um, and what has Blue been doing? Um, Blue will have... She'll make sure all of her kit is in order, sharpening her arrows, um, and, and sort of going through the lockpicking kit that she got just in case she needs it. Um, she will also have sought out, not so much a posh frock, but, like, a, a skirt, basically that she can like tie around her because she's got this new she's got the new black arm um but it's leather and not too bulky but she just wants to blend in a bit with the party and just get a very sort of a nice black skirt that is going to be still maneuverable in but add a little bit of like i don't know Feminine grandeur. What they've got for you is quite a nice black, like, um, velour-type sort of skirt. But it has got... It has to have one of those under... Those sort of underwire things. So it is quite... 
It, you know, he makes you look like a toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> um. um. Yeah. Can we? Uh, she she'd go for it, but is there any chance that she could like amend it so that it's just at the back that it has the 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 sort of like cage and that it's still like it's, so it's, it's like a bustle. So it's like a bustle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Go on. I let you do that. Um, that'll be 12, 12 gold pieces. 12 gold pieces. Can manage that. Cool. Uh, so what has, who have we not, Grongle been up to? Um, so uh, he would like some more rope. Cool. That was easy to get. That was one gold piece. That, yeah. Not so easy. He will have asked Mourn for some pocket money and got some rope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, um, yes, so he's, Spend a couple of days um, getting as close, not like on the floor, but like on, on the roofs and such, as close as you can to the house to see the comings and goings of people. And if there are any sort of his sized type folks, um, okay. if there's any like, are there like street lamps or anything like that? What's the sort of lighting situation? Yeah, it's well lit. It's a real nice part of the city um, where it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's sort of, um, imagine sort of, um, Victorian London type of those sorts of big mm. townhouses. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty good uh, London. So, so you're looking for people coming and going who might potentially party guests or yeah. So what he would have done then if there if it was if there was a place to hide it, he would have put one of the black candlesticks in like a street lamp or something cl like close to the house, um, and then have the other one um, and just to hear what people are saying. So if anyone okay. sounds like they're important or and obviously taking the damage. Um, so what I would say, so yes, we should say, because um, the black candlesticks we hadn't, yeah, um, yeah. Rothgun had worked out um, that uh, the candlesticks, when um, when the candlesticks are lit, both candles, uh, when you black candles in both uh, candlestick holders, a dark light emanates in a 15 foot radius um, anyone in the light of one candle can see a ghostly appearance of someone in the light of, a, of the other candle. You can communicate in six word sentences. Anyone in the light who has any alignment other than evil takes one HP necrotic damage every six seconds. What I would say with that is it is emanating a black light. And if someone oh. steps into it, they see your ghostly figure on the other what end. What is invisible there? If he's invisible, they won't, but they're still in this magical field, which if they're not evil, they are taking... Mm, I would have thought... Critters I, <laughs> I would have thought a candlestick in the middle of the... Because it's only 15 feet as well. Okay, never mind. It was, a, it was an idea. <laughs> no, it's a nice idea. It's a nice... Sorry, sorry, just horrible DMing, just shutting you down. Uh, yeah, well, you do see people coming and going, and um, there is uh, a, a sort of a portly-looking um, halfling um, turns up in a carriage and sort of delivers a sort of um, RSVP to the door. Um He's in very nice sort of um he's in very nice sort of clothing. Um sort of purple. he's got a sort of a purple three piece suit on. Okay, uh as he leaves then uh, um I would have followed him and seen where he's staying and whatnot. Just have the information. Okay. Cool, yeah, so he's in a carriage and he's he's gone back to he, he probably travelled across this town city by about twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. Um you've really had to jog to keep up. Um, unless you manage to grab onto the carriage, yeah, and he's uh, yeah, he obviously lives on the other side of town. Is clearly a super wealthy member of the sort of elite in the plug hole. 
And oh, have you finished eating? Have you finished eating? I have. I've, 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 it's a very nice piece of chocolate. <laughs> okay. Um. So Rothgon would have hit up um Mummy Morn for fifty gold pieces of pocket money. Don't spend it all at once. <laughs> I don't know why. It's an investment. Um, he will then head back to the general store um, in the square and finally buy himself a shirt because he's been rocking the bare chest in long coat look for about three days now. Um, <laughs> whilst he's there, he's going to ask about a disguise kit um, and fabric dye. It's all good. They give it to you. In fact, they offer to dye your coat for you. Oh, then he will take up the service because it's probably going to be a much better job than he would do. Um, so he will um, be about his cloak of protection for, I guess, 24 hours or so. Yeah. Yeah. Overnight. Um, so he'll, be, he'll be without that. So what he will then do um, is go back to the room. And regardless if anybody's there or not, he's going to um, have a meltdown makeover. Um, the only way I can describe this is uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns when she's been dead, then bitten by the cats. And then there's just this ridiculous scene of her becoming Catwoman with the sewing machine and stuff. Um, so Rothgon is uh, bleaching his hair. He is cutting quite drastically into it. So it's like a short crop situation going on and just smudging black makeup into his eyes um he is doing everything to give his um image a shake up and hopefully not be confused with the dude on the posters so if you're if you're watching on the stream we've just put i've just put a picture of the before and after for uh <laughs> oh, hold on. there we go uh it's on, uh, it's on our roll 20, but not on... The, there we go. Mm -hmm. oh. it's, like a, it's like a tiefling version of Spike from Buffy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, good. God, yeah. like I need to lean into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay. Yes. Um, I... oh. No, no, no. You finish, but I've, I've, um, I've remembered something. No worries. So yeah, that's what Rothgon's two days were spent doing, was having a um, meltdown makeover. That, that would have cost you 40 gold pieces, Stephen. Okie dokie. Um, I will not give the 10 remaining gold back to Morn. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any uh, just sort of general foundation makeup in that disguise kit, Rothgon? Probably. They've, um, so a disguise kit um, has um, general um, makeup and hair dyes and, um, yeah, it is, it's stuff designed for you to non-magically... Yeah, there's stuff for you to design to non-magically alter yourself. Cool, because I basically... Um, another thing, I forgot to bring it up um i blue would want to because she's not she is on wanted posters maybe not as much as the others but she is still on wanted posters and her striking feature is her big scar across her face so one of the things i'd quite like to do is try and get some makeup to like cover the scar um which i would think would be feasible at the disguise kit 
we'll let you give that a go. Let's see how good you guys turn out to be at doing that. Hopefully okay. it won't just be like when you try and cover a spot and it just really <laughs> makes it more obvious. No one in your team strikes me as particularly competent with makeup. Yeah, who I mean, would be the makeup your pardon. The team? I, I would think I would have thought it would be one of the people that are good at changing their appearance, perhaps. Oh. Yeah, but magically versus like just doing yeah, it. Yeah, maybe the Maybe the theory's the same. Maybe, um, maybe... Is Blue sitting down in the corner asking Grongle to do her makeup? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it visually. Wing, I'm going to contour here. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like, Please say... I don't want it too much. I want it to be understated. I want a natural look. I don't want, like, <laughs> I don't want that bronzer line that you get on your chin. Um... I mean... Maybe Ratsnake used to prepare the bodies. Maybe he's um He's a mortician's artist. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Again, it's a very different thing. That's yeah. like all reconstructive spray paints and <laughs> Yeah. I'm just uh, imagining it I'm imagining it I'm imagining it being like that episode of Friends where uh, Rachel's broken a rib and Ross has to do her makeup for her. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks just looks like a Victorian stripper. <laughs> I mean, Blue's pretty dexterous. I feel like you need a lot of dexterity to do your makeup. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you you do, to be fair, Paul. Um, you really do. I'm sorry, do you, do, do you cartwheel into your wingtip? <laughs> no, very, very slight of hand. Little fingers. I reckon that's probably the closest. Come on, D and D, stop with your ludicrous sexist things. We need more ones based on doing makeup. Should we do a slide of hand check and see if it's me or you that did your makeup? Yeah. Roll for makeover. Go on, roll for sleight of hands then. Stephen, who's doing? Choose who's doing the makeup on whom, and then that person rolls for sleight of hand. I've done my own. Okay, so yeah. roll sleight of hand. Oh no! Wait, no, we can't leave this up to the dice. Do we have a mirror? We have to leave everything. Have on that. No, you've got a mirror. No. I'm, I'm a, I mean, to be fair, I'm a seven, and I was just smudging black shit into my eyes. There was no person. Yeah. There was no. <laughs> so, it's more yeah. like tribal than it is like to look pretty. Um and uh, blue. Who's doing blue's makeup? I mean, Blue would be doing Blue's makeup. Blue would not let Grongle do her makeup. I really want to hear. I really want to be in an episode of Drag Race where, like, they do the makeover episodes, and it's just like Grongle explaining the Grongle explaining the importance of drag to Blue. I think, think Grongle is doing Blue's makeup. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Hide it out! Hide it out! <laughs> Oh, uh, so you have to say the dice rolls before you laugh. <laughs> no one knows why it's funny. So Moa rolled a 15 for Blue's makeup, and uh, Grongle rolled a 24. That guy has got... He's opening his own salon with all the money from all the heist in there doing. Work, Grongle, work. 
eat your mug. <laughs> so, uh, but Blue, sadly, Blue did say she's doing her own. So, uh, just sitting in the corner, knowing how good he could have been, how good he was, used to maybe, be. Maybe if Blue, you know, practice what she preached about teamwork, and you know, actually, just as someone oh. herself, bit of tactics, you know. Right. Um, so, can we say that Rothcon noticed that um, Gwongle was there seething in the corner knowing he could have done better and asked for help with his smudgy eyeliner? Gwongle's doing one of the zombies. <laughs> yes, he will see. I mean, the zombie looks flipping amazing. Okay, so... If I could have, if Blue would have, I would have had Gwongle do my makeup. But I'm sorry, she just... <laughs> I wouldn't let him that close to my eyes. Mm, no, Abby. exactly. The smell alone. What he loves. He does love blue, though. He would do his absolute bestest. This I is... know. I know. It would be so sweet. Oh, let's get into this heist, like shall we? So, uh, who's arriving first? So, who's going with um, Gary Brielle and the catering staff? Rothgon. So, just Rothgon. It was Grongle as well, and then Grongle realised halfway through his time that he was looking for someone that probably wouldn't be catering staff. But never mind, we carry on. Um, yeah, so Grongle's going to go as the fat halfling from the bar. Good idea. I like yeah, that. I know. Man, I don't know where that came from. Oh, it's called teamwork. Yeah, you know, where you, you you bring in someone else's idea and you. you oh work yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes they work better than when you do it on your own. Mm. So. You oh, right. hang on! Before we start, I just want to I want to so we um we we uh, are making the egg the night before. We're putting Morn in the egg. We decided that we were gonna. Ah, yes. We're going okay. to well feed Morn. Was gonna stone shake the egg the night before with Morn in it, and she was gonna sleep in the egg. <laughs> Morn is curled up like little baby dragon. This is how she sleeps anyway, is curled up nicely. Yeah. Morn could sleep anywhere. Okay. okay. I'd also okay. like cool. to request that Blue has put her bow and arrows in the egg with Morn because she can't okay. carry them into the house. Okay, Excellent. cool, cool. Okay, she will so... Have her sword hidden the okay, cool. Okay, I've got that. So, Rothgon and... <laughs> Rothgon and Grongle uh, have turned up. So Gary Brill's given you nice white coats. You've got chef's hats, um, and uh, you you had together you had together by six to help with um, serving. Um, so you've uh, come in through basically the back uh, entrance, and um, uh, there's a small room where deliveries are taken, which has got barrels and various uh, delivery items. And then you've been in the kitchen helping uh, prep veg and uh, make little canapes um, while you've been uh, while you've been there. What would you like to do? I'd like to carve the carrots into dicks. Really, <laughs> 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 that's what Rothgod's doing. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to take it overly seriously. Um, as far as he's concerned, he's just here to sort shit out. Um, so yeah, yeah, he's he's making a mess of the carrots. Rothgon, um, hey, hey, you need to you need to do better than that. Uh, this is my this is my big chance, Rothgon. Well, I think it looks pretty good. I suppose like it, 
And Derek, that's you. Sort those carrots out, Derek. I, 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 yes, fine. So, what do you think? More veins? <laughs> <laughs> no, no penis-shaped vegetables. I, I catered somewhere last week, and um, the, the <laughs> penis-shaped vegetables did not go down well. Well, I mean, it's not my fault. The vegetation just lends itself. Ooh, uh, I, know, I, I do know what you mean, Rothgod. Hey, hey. Many a, many a lonely time in the bar with no name. Um, but um, if you can just <laughs> just slice, just uh, Julienne, please. Julienne Rothgon. Fine. Can Gongle be taking it quite seriously next to him? Just like... Yeah. <laughs> She's made you wash your hands, though. She was very insistent on that. Oh, it's clean. I bathed it two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, she's really, actually, really impressed. She's really impressed. He's been. She's actually moved you on to uh, cooking meat. You're you're cooking chicken bre chicken oh, breast. Oh God! Uh, on well, a we sort of good with a knife. Oh, cooking. Yeah, chance to very often. Oh, little Grongle, you're doing an excellent job. Would you like to come and work in my bar? Oh, not Grongle. Sorry. Um, um, uh, Derek. No, I've used Derek. Um, uh, Darian. Darian. Uh... <laughs> Golden boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. Uh, uh, Michael. I'm going to call you Michael, actually. Michael. You're doing a good and job Derek. there, Michael. And Derek, you're not doing such a good job. Concentrate. But look at Michael, and she stops the whole kitchen and says, "If everyone could be a bit more like Michael." Um, yeah, you guys have got a few hours probably before anyone else turns up. What would you like to do? Oh. Um. Um. Can we? Well, we're gonna try and finish up pretty quick, as like getting all the prep done. Cool. Um. Rothgon's going to investigate the dumbwaiter and see, because okay. um, that was a big part of the plans, and just like see what kind of size it is and w what's basically transportable through it, and also like see if like how much weight it could probably take. Okay, so yeah, the dumbwaiter is uh, in the um, deliveries area. Yeah. Um, various members of staff are transporting stuff up and down uh drink and food uh to other floors it's um it's probably it's fairly small i would say some about probably three foot by three foot it's quite a small cube um mm -hmm. it looks like it would hold it, it, it hold a decent amount of weight uh, you know anything you could fit in it probably would be fine okay um um, and it's, but it's obviously operated from the outside, so there's a... Ah. Winch. So, yeah. Oh, a winch. Cool, oh, so it, it's, needs somebody outside operating it. It's not a case of just, it's not a magical dumbwaiter. Um. That's it. You'd think they could afford a magical dumbwaiter, right? Right, um, they've, they've right? they that to Merlick. They might as well <laughs> use their technology. <laughs> Kidnappers are known for their money. <laughs> Typically. Um, and then, yeah, just... Um, I guess also just, like, take a look and see how everything's looking. Like, how... If, if I put my head out of the kitchen door and look across the ballroom, is that heavily guarded at all? 
So uh, there's probably more guests on what I'm just about to reveal to you at the moment. Less guests than... Um, can you see the ballroom yep. now? Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a big room. Uh, there are... There's uh, two double doors quite near to you um, with two guards either side. Um, and that's obviously the door... That's obviously the um, doors to the um, art vault uh, or to the room. Yeah, no, that map hasn't um, revealed anything to us. I'm sorry. No. Do that again then. Seeing the entrance, like hallway. Oh, oh, oh wow! Jesus. Okay. Ooh. These are amazing maps. Can I just say these are absolutely amazing maps done by um, Ollie. Um, yeah. Ollie. It's incredible. Absolutely wow. Brilliant. Um, um. So can we drag ourselves on now at this point? Yeah, feel free to drag yourselves onto the map. Um, so yeah, the ballroom is what? Uh, something like 60 feet by about 40 feet. Um, the kitchen is at one end. The main entrance is at the other end. Um, and um, yeah, towards the kitchen ends, there's some double doors with two Warforged just guarding the doors, standing absolutely dead still. You wouldn't necessarily know. Um, there's some guests milling around. And uh, while you've got your head stuck out of uh, the door, um, Etheria comes down um, the stairs. Let me change what I'm doing. Um, so Etheria comes down the stairs here. Uh, as I say, Ooh. less guests than you can currently see, but um, I could drag some officers. Let me drag some off so it feels more. Here we go. I'm loving the, like, sort of, Random man leaning back and woman kind of posing as the uh, guest pictures. They're all party guests. <laughs> you can talk to any of the party guests. Um, maximum of three, please, because that's how many I've worked out. Uh, so, Ethereum. <laughs> it's just, um, um, excuse me, uh, boy, 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 to you, Rothgon. Uh, yeah, uh, how can I help? Uh, boy, I, we need. I need more flowers in my dressing room. I need more champagne, and I need. Uh, I'd like some little, uh, little things, fishy things on little biscuits. Right. So you want uh, champagne, uh, flowers, and uh, fishy things. Uh, what kind of flowers are we talking here? Yeah. Pardon. All right. What kind of flowers are we talking? Daffodils. You talk to Gary Brielle. She'll be able to sort it out. Don't be so per per impertinent. Do you know who right. I am? Um, no. Um, I am I'm a not from around this time. Calendar. I am a drow princess. And, and the was... paramour of the great dark side junior. And she just wafts back up the spiral staircase. But while she was telling him off, um, Rothgon stood out the way to allow Grongle to, like, step forward and take a good look. Okay. Grongle don't send him. She says, don't send him. Longer wouldn't have stepped out. He'd have, as soon as that happened, he would have turned invisible. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so, so I, I'm so assuming he's, he's gone would... invisible and had to look at her, has he? No, he's gone invisible. He's going to go through the door where the dragon, uh, where the men are, the blokies, warforged towards the city. Okay. So oh. uh, the two doors, the t those two doors are locked. Ah, brilliant. Mm, can I try and pick him? Um, 
you can. So what you can see from where you are is that there is another floor. So there's a balcony running around this room, and there is a second floor above. Am I on the wrong uh, floor? Because obviously we've, we've gone through the so plan, so you wouldn't of, Yeah, so if you're thinking of that you're looking for the study, okay. uh, that's on the that's on the first floor, so, or the, oh, been... so that's on the floor above. Oh, it's you're on American. the... Cool. Uh, he would have gone invisible and followed her upstairs then. That's cool. How we go then. Cool. Connor's in okay. um, the not. Rothgon will then go back into the kitchen and um, say to uh, Gabriella, um, oh, that... <laughs> Drow, princess, uh, flowers, um, some cheap carver, and um, some fishy snacks. I'm going to. Uh, she says, um, um, okay, we won't do cheap carver for, for Etheria. No, champagne! And um, then... like she can tell the difference. Well, I don't know if she can tell the difference, do I, Rothgon? I don't know, it's very stressful for me, Rothgon! Can you just please take, try to take this seriously? No, um, Derek, just take this seriously, Derek. You, you, you know why I'm here, don't you? I, let's just, I know, but I've got a career to think about, Derek. <laughs> why do you want to take this up to her? Um, maybe I probably should. Right, uh, so you, oh, uh, yeah, all right, yeah, ready to go. So, um, so that she's getting stuff ready. So while she's doing that, let's go over to um, uh, Grongle. So you're going to follow her up these stairs. Yeah, a wee bit behind her, not right on her. Okay. So she's moving very fast. Um, so she carries on up the spiral staircases, up the stair spiral staircases to a floor above. Mm -hmm. You are now on a small balcony. Um, you should be able to see this on the stream. You're on a small yeah. balcony. There's two uh, large sort of uh, tables with chairs around. There is a bar at one end. Um, and then the balcony runs in a long corridor of balcony um, all the way along above the ballroom. Okay, dope. So, yeah, um, continuingly as he has been, um, he will just follow the balcony around to its, to its end. Uh, yeah. Even though he's... Actually, at the top of the stairs, he'll take a minute to just um, give himself the blessing of the trickster. Uh, just okay. take a minute to sort of compose himself, um, knowing that, like, you know, some people have seen him as invisible. It's not something he's a, he'll rely on as he used to, uh, and he will try and be sneaky whilst invisible to the end of the corridor to study. Okay. Um, there is a wall forged rolling up and down here, so mm -hmm. if you can roll... Um... A stealth check at advantage. Yep. Mm -hmm. check, Please check, don't check. let your sleight of hand like mega roll. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out Gongle great at the makeup, not so good at the sneaking. <laughs> Thank you for stalling for me, guys. Wow. Wow. So, so, so yeah, I mean you move down there, they the the wolf was notices you. And not Guys, what was the role? <laughs> what was the role? You need to I, I, say I the role. I, did I didn't hear I didn't hear it and I, over the cupboard. <laughs> Thank you. Uh so yeah, you you uh stealth all the way along the corridor very easily. Nice. 
to get to the door of the study. I'm mm -hmm. gonna just um, I just wanna know what Morn's how Morn's been in this egg for the last twenty-four hours. So we um yeah, so Morn Morn has a little um like a little plastic bag with her for her business. <laughs> Um, being, being a dragonborn, being a dragonborn, um, she obviously has a cloaca rather than, um, two issues, so it's just like, like, like pigeon poop, so it's fine, okay, so you don't need to worry about having walked the dragonborn. Um, she had a nice long sleep, because like I say, she could sleep through anything, um, but now she, she's, she's awake, she's kind of cross-legged in her egg. Um, kind of enjoying um, being carried about a bit. Like she's, she's kind of. It's almost like 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 a womb experience. It's quite cozy in there. It's nice and relaxing. She's pretty chill. Pretty chill, man. I feel like she'd be humming. Yeah, she'd be like like a like like a light hum. Um, when I'm guessing we're not in the party yet, but as soon as she gets to the party, she'll start humming along to whatever music is playing. Um, yeah. Little tunes in her head. <laughs> yeah, she's. Mon is really chill. No issues at all. Amazing. No, loves it. So, uh, Blue, yeah. So uh, Blue and Ratsnick, you are going as guests. Um. So you have. Um. You've obviously. Uh, how did the zombies? So did the zombies carry Mon? Yeah. Yeah. So Ratsnick. Um. Ratsnick would have given the order. So they're all. Not to not to foreshadow anything. They're all like coffin bearer type, so they're all taking a little bit of weight on their shoulders as they sort of make a circle around Morn. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're they're sort of um, going going through with Ratsnick. He's dressed the same as them, um, and he's just sort of just sort of two or three foot in front of them, um, and they're all dead silent. The zombies and Ratsnick are. Completely silent under these masks. So Rana Kane has organised. So when you get out of the um, sort of the Undercity, Rana Kane's organised for a carriage, so that you can arrive at the party oh. in some style. Uh, but obviously, you couldn't fit all the zombies and the egg in there. So how do you want to process through the streets? Um, I mean, I mean the. <sighs> The zombies sort of won't really tire anyway, so for to sort of keep up the performance and to give them a bit of a practice, make sure they're fine, they probably would have kept up this whole charade through the streets. Um, it, behind the carriage, so I imagine he would have ordered the carriage to be like uh, leading them, and then he would have been following behind the carriage in this whole sort of um, caravan-esque type charade. Amazing. So, so he's outside, and what's Blue doing then? Well, Blue would have got into the carriage, um, and she'll have um, uh, ha like put her hair up because like her usual appearance is like hair down, cloak up. She's got the big scar. Those are like her sort of main features. So she will have like prop, and she—it's not that she's unhygienic. She just doesn't care. Um, she sort of washes her hair when she needs to sort of thing but um she will have actually like done that an updo and she'll have the skirt on and she'll be sort of sitting quite 
in this carriage. Right? Wait, if Ratsnick's outside leading the zombies, so she'll just be inside this carriage, it's like on her own, just feeling kind of uncomfortable in this sort of very, in the big skirt and bustle. Um, but will be sort of just kind of, she'll have her, her rapier on her hip, like underneath the skirt. And she'll have her dagger on like a thigh um, strap. And she'll just be, every now and again, she'll just kind of like touch either her dagger or her rapier just to kind of as a as an assurance. Because she doesn't have her bow, which is like the thing that she normally really puts on to. And every now and again, she'll catch her reflection and be like, oh shit, I've got a scarf. And a scar, and that's weird. Because uh, she's lived with that for, for so long now. So she's so what, feeling a little I... bit like... While you're going yeah. through the streets, you start off in some of the poorer bits of town, and uh, people are genuinely like really excited. It's like a carnival's going through town because um, the zombies have all got these um, Venetian masks on as well, haven't they? The, yeah. These tieflings in their sort of blue robes. It all looks quite cool. Okay, so let's go back to Grongle. Let's go back to yeah. Grongle. Um, so while you've been doing this, party guests have started to arrive downstairs. Um, so the first few people have arrived and they're being announced loudly by the maitre d' um, in a sort of French accent. I'm going to attempt in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such so, yeah, thing as France. Yeah. You're outside the door, Grongle. Of the study? The study, yeah. Cool. Uh, he's going to try and go in. Okay, so as you rattle the handle, you hear a voice inside say, Who, who is, who's there? Uh mm -hmm. <clears throat> um Kongle will just say Ah catering Want Um Cheap Carver <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope Ethereum hasn't ordered cheap carver again. <laughs> Father will be furious! I think she Come in have. here, come in! Come in then! Let me see you, boy! Uh, Grungle will drop the invisibility and go in. Okay. So, uh, oh, let's see, let's get on the right thing. So, you go in to a study. Um, and. Uh, you enter, you're in a small room, it's about uh, 30 foot by about 20 foot, there's a nice big desk, uh, sort of mahogany desk, um, a sort of uh, animal skin rug on the floor, there's a door at the far end, um, uh, but sat behind the desk is Kranis Darkside Jr., who is a real, mm. he's really handsome guy, in a sort of, sort of somewhere between a military uniform and a sort of wizard's, he's got sort of big shoulder pads. Mm. He says, do, do I know you, boy? Um, does he? Well, aren't you a halfling now? Uh, yeah. Sorry? I wouldn't know. I am a halfling, aren't I? So. Yeah. Oh, you dress oh. your uh, disguise as a halfling. That's fine. He's, uh, yeah. he's like, uh, what, do you, what do you want, boy? Cheap but... carver. Tell, tell, tell that, that <clears throat> orc. Well, I can't believe she employed an orc anyway. But tell the orc woman, no cheap carver, the best champagne. I, I, um, does Grongle... No, Darkseid, has he ever seen him before? Uh, no. 
Right, I, I tell you what, do me a... Do a... History, do a history check. Correct. Fourteen. Ooh. You've got no recollection of him. Oh. No. Okay, okay. Uh, right. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, I think I think there might be an issue of of, of money. There's no issue with money, for goodness' sake. I think she didn't give the enough, so we had to get the cheap stuff. Now, I wouldn't want people drinking cheap carver at my <laughs> gala dinner. Uh, <laughs> I see where you go. <laughs> um, uh, there's no problem with money. Don't be so. Oh, this is what happens when you employ orcs. That's all I say. That's what happens. I agree. Um, does she need some more cash? Is that what she sent you here for? <laughs> I think she might do. Could be um, Steve from that one. Do <laughs> do a persuasion check. Okay, this might be where my inspiration gets used because persuasion's not good. <laughs> Nine. Oh, come on. Look, she'll have to pay for it from her own money. Right. Ah. Uh, I'll go let her know then. Very good. Um, can you do me a wisdom saving throw, please, Connor? Yeah, that's my problem. Uh, I mean, that's wrong. Hmm? Not, just not me. using your own. No, not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna say that's a minus four right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-three though, baby. Okay. Ooh, nice. Um, so you get like just the slightest of shivers down your spine that has the sort of reminiscence of how you felt in the torture room at the Ooh. cold uh, place. Just 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 the vibes from from Dark Side Junior. Hmm. Okay. Um and, uh, yeah. He will hmm. So what I'll do then is he'll go out, he'll leave the door open, okay. like a bad little guy, turn invisible, and then try and walk back in. Okay. <laughs> nice. Can you put your invisible spell in the yeah. chat just so I can see what that? Yeah, it's not a spell. Oh, it's a. Uh, it's a was it a spell divinity? Ah, uh, cool, cool, cool. Ooh, nice. Yeah. As an action, yeah. you become invisible until the end of your next turn. You can become visible if you attack or cast a spell. Starting a ceiling, uh, channel visible to vanish. Okay, so it is. It only lasts for six seconds, though. I'm going to read from that. Cool. It's fair, isn't it? Yeah. In combat, oh blimey. Yeah, I oh, don't like the. Well, twelve because combat. the end of his turn. Ten okay, seconds. Okay, That's the end 12, of your next turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Twelve seconds. Brill. Run, uh, Rongo! Run! <laughs> He'll go <come> in. <laughs> was the desk like. Was there a way of getting under the desk? Or anything? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to get round past his chair and under the desk. But he has stood up to close the door. Okay, um, I'll try and sneak past him and go under the desk then. Okay. Um, so he's going to go um, clockwise around the desk towards the door. 
you have time to go anti-clockwise. Okay. Uh, sorry, clockwise, but... So yeah, you're... yeah, I get you, I get you. Out of his pack. Yeah. Um, and uh, do, yeah, do do me a... Um, do stealth for me, please. Last an hour, cool. Right, advantage, baby. Uh... Tell me now, 25. Yeah. You get under the desk, no problem. He closes the door and comes and sits back down at his desk and is just doing some work. Um, but you, there's enough space for you to sort of edge back. You've basically got his knees in your face, um, but you're you're able to <laughs> bite him, edge back out of his way. Oh god! Uh, so let's go over to Rothgon. <sighs> oh, right. Um, okay. So Rothgon, yep. um, is on the top floor. Yeah, Rothgon would have asked um, where he was going. Okay, so she's um, told you to go up to the top floor, yep. and then um, follow the uh, follow the corridor around um, to the end, where there'll be three yep. doors, and you're to take the door on the right. Okay. Um, so yeah, you come up to the very top floor. Um, if you're if you're listening to the podcast, it is worth just going on to youtube or um twitch just to see how awesome these maps are ollie's done an amazing job <laughs> they are uh, really good so you should be able to see that now steven yeah oh just oh okay. on. so even if you can't um go on to if you can't so go see the maps but you still want to like see where we are on a floor plan go on to the weebly website so you can like follow the floor plan maybe if that's also like useful to see where we are in the building and that's um, uh, the heist of lockedmernig.weebly.com, Lock but with dashes in between every word. <laughs> Paul made an absurd um, website address. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, you come out. Strolling, he's strolling I'll along. Just, he's got. Oh, yeah. Go on, Alec, just describe I, it for I, the. I was just saying, he's got um, a bucket stand in one hand with two bottles of the best champagne. Um, and in his other hand is a tray of, um, I assume caviar was what she was trying to ask for. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, um, behind you, uh, Gary Briel sent another server up. So behind you uh, is a tabaxi carrying loads of flowers. Oh, the flowers, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, so you've come out you've, on the top floor. You've come out onto quite a wide uh, corridor, um, which leads out onto two sets of double doors out onto a balcony. Um, and yeah, you uh, there's a door on your left, and there's a door straight ahead of you, um, which is actually open, and it looks like it goes into some servants' quarters. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you come around the corner, and there's three. Three doors ahead of you. Okay. Um, which door was it they said to go to? The one on the left? On the right. On the right. So yeah, Rothgon will just go to that one. Um, <clears throat> uh, room service. Okay. Um, oh yes, have you brought my, have you brought my flowers? Uh, yeah, kind of got our hands full bit here. Mind opening the door for us, love? Um, <laughs> Oh, for goodness sake! Well, Hang I on. just dropped it, but you know, I hear the fishy snacks aren't that good off the floor, in it. Oh, for goodness sake! 
Wait, give me a second. And uh, so she said, uh, you hear various rummaging inside. And um, then uh, actually, uh, just sort of uh, a maid comes and opens the door for you. Okay. Um, I love how posh people get annoyed when their maids have to do something for them. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's literally. <laughs> Uh, Etheria is, uh, so you go into a huge bedroom, uh, which yeah. looks out onto so this sort of double aspect for all those estate oh, wow. agents out there, uh, which looks out onto the street and onto, um, uh, onto, uh, some, uh, onto some roof from the building above. She's got a large sitting area. Um, she's currently stood in very elaborate underwear. Um, I mean, it's not very sexy. There's a lot of the underwear. Uh, uh, she's quite tall. She's she's a good 6'6". Six, six. She's uh, tall. And there's changing areas. There's lots of dresses around the place. Um, and she says, well, bring it in. Bring it in, then. What? All right, all right, so all right, all right. And Rothgun will just sort of barge past the maid, um, set down the champagne bucket in its stand. Oh, where do you want the fishy things? Um, and so the, the, the tabaxi behind you says, um, we don't tend to speak to them. Just put them down on the side. All right, yeah, see not heard, see not heard. This place is nice, isn't it? Fair play. Yeah, real, real quality, like uh, craftsmanship. That's what's got into this place, craftsmanship. Is he still talking? <laughs> oh, I was just saying, it, it's a lovely place for a lovely uh, person such as yourself, innit? Yeah. Well, well, bring, but put, put the, pour the champagne, bring me the caviar. Okay, well, um, I can't pour the champagne because I got the caviar in my hand. So uh, where do you want me to put the caviar? Oh, oh, um, Nightingale, Nightingale, take the champagne. And, Come on, uh, Nightingale, this, get the champagne. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, do you know what's open that? There's a knack to that, mind you. Uh, I, I do. I do know how to open it. Thank you, sir. And she All takes right, the right, just checking. Just checking. You got the right brain. training. And uh, Ethereum says, "Well, feed me then." And she just opens her mouth. <laughs> to which Rothgum would just <laughs> pick it up and just drop it into her cavernous gate. Well, she's got like a tongue, like a sort of, some sort of lizard. It just like flicks out and swallows it like straight in. You're you're very uncouth, but you're quite a handsome tiefling, aren't you? Oh yeah, thanks. Uh, You know, uh, kind of got that look about me in it. Yeah. Well, my father says tiefling make the best servants, so I suppose he must be right. Um, give, give the, give the, give the uh, canapes to Nightingale, and off you go. And she pats you on the head. Uh, well, yeah. Cheers, love. Uh, catch you in a bit. And then she says, <laughs> oh, "Oh, oh, oh, hang on. Where are my, where are my manners?" And um, Nightingale, Nightingale, and um, the uh, the maid gets two small coin purses and gives one to you and one to the tabaxi. Um, Rothgum will attempt to take the one off the tabaxi when they're in the corridor. <laughs> I am that. <laughs> uh, do a sleight of hands for me. Um, could I 
view it it's more of a um intimidation like give me that coin purse i earned it yeah And I will probably just whisper that in Rothgon accent, so it's like a completely different accent to what she's heard all night. And what did you roll? Uh, 22 on the intimidation. Oh, tieflings. And she just hands you your, the coin purse. Yeah, when you're hand-feeding elves, then you can claim the money. I'll, I'll be speaking to Gary Brielle about this. I really don't know. Oh, and good she, luck. Uh, saunters off, they're back down the corridor. Tip your weight stuff, folks. Always tip your weight stuff. Yeah. Always tip your weight <laughs> stuff. Preferably cash, not through the card machine, because you can't... Oh, they're lost guys. Does Daisy ever come home with them, with uh, tips, or has Stephen got them all? Very rarely, actually. <laughs> <laughs> she, always, she always quivers a little bit when Stephen's in the room as well. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen and Stephen, Stephen and uh, Daisy work at the same rather nice restaurant in Cheltenham. I mean, the level of service that Rothgon's given tonight is kind of the level of service you can expect from me. Just FYI. <laughs> well, let's not mention the name of the restaurant then. <laughs> I mean, he's already told everyone exactly where it is in relation yeah. to the, the Lit Fest, so you know. <laughs> hmm. Uh, you can you can work it out, Cheltenham folks, um, if you can be bothered. Let's face it. Uh, okay, so uh, Rothgon, you're heading back downstairs. As I say, more and more guests are turning up. Um, and um, actually, I, I'm going to oh, try. No, sorry, the, I'm going to try the door on the left-hand side after I've stolen the purse um, from okay. the taxi. Okay, bear with me a second. Ooh. I'll come back to you. Sorry. No, it's, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do instead of going downstairs. So you're going to try the door. Which door were you looking at? On the left-hand side, just down from where the bedroom is. Okay, so you go in and that is a bathroom. Oh, awesome. Um, is there anything in the bathroom? <laughs> just other than toilets? <laughs> There's some toilets um, and some wash bowls and some uh, mirrors. Okay. Um, then he'll wander back up the corridor to the door next to her room. Okay. Uh, in here is a another bedroom. Uh, it looks like possibly a guest bedroom. Um, actually, I'm going to say it's not a guest bedroom. It looks like it's probably dark site. Junior's bedroom is quite austere. There's not loads in there. Um, there are several suits um, on the bed. Um, Rothgum will have a rummage to see if there's any books or information or just anything that's been stashed in the bedroom, um, other than clothes. Okay, I'm going to say that's going to take you a little while. If you yep, can do me fine. an investigation check, that would be wonderful. Investigation. Uh, investigation. That's 18. Investigation. 18. Okay, well, I'll come back and let you know. Yeah, no worries. What you find? Um, so, Grongle is Grongle's still hiding under this thing. 
Um, <laughs> I'm so glad you've done that as a visual joke, and it's not going to make it to the podcast. It's a visual gag and gag you would. <laughs> so let's go back to our the rest of the party then. Um, you guys are uh, arrive. What time are you aiming to arrive at the party? What time does the ticket say that the party starts? Uh, party starts at eight. I'll never arrive on time. It's really unfashionable. Yeah, we'd probably aim for like, well, the 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 <laughs> the, um, the tour of the Objet Dar room is at eleven. Uh huh. Um, we need time for Grongle to try and get the key, um, and 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 to like check out what the situation is. So I reckon we want to be fashionably late, but enough time for everyone to kind of get lay of the land. So maybe like nine o'clock. Um, so we're yeah, also, we're also carrying a massive egg. It's going to take so, us a while, I reckon, to get through the city. Yeah. <laughs> like our snail's pace. <laughs> Zombies oh. jogging along behind. Morn's going to get motion sickness, surely. Morn is the prize. Morn is the prize in prize in a beautiful Kinder egg. Um, Morn is <laughs> Morn's really happy. <laughs> So, yeah, your carriage pulls up outside this uh, very nice house. Um, you have had to wait a little bit. There's been a queue of carriages arriving, people getting out in huge over-the-top frocks, and uh, then the uh, maitre d' has been um, sort of welcoming them, taking their invitations, and then uh, announcing them as they come into the party. Um, so your carriage pulls up, and the maitre says, uh, Ah, bonjour! Uh, how are you today, madame? May I take your invitation? Uh, yes, here, here you go. And she's trying, Blue's trying to be as kind of like serene as possible, but she's not like the, she's not got high charisma. She's not particularly good at the acting. So she's not trying to do a, do a rough don and put on a completely <laughs> different character. She's just trying to be as like civil as possible. And uh, so as you've got out and the carriage has carried on and then um, uh, uh, Ratsnick and the zombies have um, arrived carrying the egg, he says, um, uh, may, I, may I say who I'm announcing, madam? Um, <laughs> she's just going to grasp her name and it's, uh, oh, um, Violet uh, Horizon. <laughs> Is she a porn star? Violet Horizon! Paul, I take back anything I said about you. And and your title? Lady. Oh, lady. Very very good, madam. And I'm slipping out of my French. Hang on, I have to say bonjour to get into the French accent. And I'm just going to do this mock French accent. Madam, uh, uh, what is this you have brought with you? Oh, well, um, yes, uh, this is um, my entourage. Um, they've uh, we've we've brought a gift for the the happy couple. 
you can't come to an event as as grand as this one without without showing your appreciation. Uh, 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 very good, madame. This is uh, and uh, yes. Well, you may bring the kissy gift in. I will. I will. Uh, I will. Uh, maybe wait here. I will show uh, the lady. Will want to receive you herself. And uh, he sends someone scurrying off out of sight. Um, and um, and so yeah, you just sort of stood there with him. Ah, uh, this is. Uh, are these these are your people? These are your servants? No. Yes, and um, I, I I can't be without them. They must accompany the egg what? into a secure location, for it is incredibly it is incredibly decadent and and important that it is it is looked after before it is received. <laughs> of course, of course, Madame, we will do this for you. Um, when the lady arrives, but your servants then they may they may go to the back and we will get them food there. They will not you will not want them in the party. They don't require any food. We don't we don't feed them. They are but lowly servants. <laughs> oh, very, well, very good, but they will we will not. They, I think I think the lady will not want your servants in the party itself. No, they'll they they're very um they're, they're, they can blend into the background. It's no problem. They'll they'll stick to the shadows. Mm. But I must have the. Roll, I must roll, have roll, the roll for persuasion then. Roll for persuasion then, Blue. Oh, fuck. My minus one in charisma. <laughs> fuck. Oh. oh. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> The four is okay because Morn is in her egg. <laughs> Morn is going to put her eye to one of the little air holes <laughs> and cast command. Um, okay. She's going to do a little. Uh, these are not the droids you're looking for. Um, okay, we'll <laughs> and put, put command in the chat then. Let's see how command okay. works. So if okay. If I'm able to do it from an egg, I mean, I don't see why I wouldn't be able to do it from an egg. Um, it's a line of sight, I think. Established, it's not like it's quite a thin rock. Yeah, no, pop, it, pop it in the chat. I, I'm trying to, but um, Roll Twenty's not playing ball on actually letting me Bear use my. Me. I I can do it. Thank you. Put your egg where your mouth is. <laughs> yeah. Um. My apologies. Uh, yeah. Um, but she would let Blue. No, she wouldn't because she wouldn't be able to communicate that. Um, but it would be allow us to come in. You can speak a one-word command. One word. Is it command? Do you okay. think? Uh, command. Yes, one-word command. One-word. My one-word command will be comply. Oh. <laughs> I like that. Do, what's your spell cost? Your uh, what's the DC for this? Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, oh. Do you want me to? I've rolled it. I've rolled it. Oh, it's I've fifteen. It's fifteen. Dice. It's fifteen. Fifteen. I rolled an actual dice, but I shall roll it in roll twenty for you just to be. Uh, oh, yes. He's quite wisdomous, but he only rolled a three, so uh, yes, quite. So uh, he's he's like, uh, did your? I think did it? No. Okay. I feel like it's been. No. 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 And um, so, Rothgon, you can Ooh. hear quite a kerfuffle in the room next to you. 
Uh, Lady Ethereum does not seem impressed, uh, but she comes rushing out in this enormous ball gown. You can see from where you are, because you didn't tell the DM you closed the door behind you, so I'm assuming you didn't. <laughs> <Yikes. laughs> uh, but she's in too much of a sort of um, fath to... Um, to be worried and uh, so she gets she sort of comes rushing past you um she you may or may not be able to see this but she waits at the top of the stairs composes herself and then she sort of glides down this spiral staircase and um as she arrives at the bottom uh someone there says the lady etheria and the whole party goes quiet and looks at her as she sort of wafts across the ballroom um and uh the uh, matron opens the door and uh he says uh the lady violet horizon and uh yeah what does blue do she'll walk in quite poised um and with with the giant horde of <laughs> sort of robed people well her, her the cult is, behind her what's, and what is uh, Ratsnick doing What's Ratsnick so, doing? Ratsnick probably will upon it. So as Blue walks through, he'll follow. He'll follow behind Blue by about five foot, and then the zombies will be behind him in five foot. Um, and as as they enter, and the announcer finishes announcing Blue. Well, not Blue, Violet. Um, Ratsnick will start to hum, almost like a it's like some sort of like ceremonial chanting hum and then he'll sort of he'll hum a few verses and then the zombies will just hum a few verses and then he'll hum the next so yeah he's trying to sort of put on the whole um charade type thing of a, a, a ceremony and a performance and everything like that so he'll hum then they'll hum and as they make their way uh, just he rats gonna follow blue uh yeah blue um and the zombies will just follow him wherever he goes uh, so, uh so yes uh, she comes is ah um the, the lady horizon i'm not sure i'm not sure i've heard of your family before but you're um she has an invite she looks to the maitre d and he nods uh, well you you i'm sure you're more than welcome i'm sure you're my i'm sure my paramour uh has uh, will know of you and uh, so she sort of takes your hand very gently and does a little curtsy um, and Blue will will do the same. Um, she like I think when she gets in there, she she was raised in a in a sort of grand. She was she was like the the lady of her of her land, so she knows all the etiquette. She just wasn't very like happy doing any of it. Um, she's very Arya Stark, to be honest. Um, so um, she she'll kind of dip into those those memories, and she'll she'll kind of she'll curtsy. Um, not overly, like, grandly, but she'll kind of bow her head and say, Oh, um, my lady, Etheria, it's an honour to meet you. The honour is all, is all mine, I'm sure. Uh, you've brought me a, you've brought us a, a rather large present, I see. Well, yes, we couldn't come without, without a gift. Hey, excuse me, are you, um, are you, um, are you opening? Uh, I thought it was 11 o'clock for the, um, for the, uh, the tour. Are we going in now? And uh, Ethereum says, uh, Mortina, Mortina, will you calm yourself down? It's at 11 o'clock. I'm just showing this fine lady through. And she's gonna, she's delivering this, this, what, what is it? What do you call it? Well, 
people, um, the the people um, of of this 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 organization, the um, House of the Moon and Soul, um, they they believe that the, the the moon is actually an egg, and and they have created this this beautiful piece of work as a representation of what they feel is within within the moon. Um, as as it is a representation of of, of love and and growth that should be your your marriage. Hey, um. Well, okay. I'm sure I don't. Okay. Well, you're an interesting is, guest, aren't you? Um. Come is Blue on, just man. like is Blue just created the equivalent of um, the D and D equivalent of the love la love lift laugh sign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she guides you through um, a uh, the first double door, and um, you're in a small room. And there's not a lot in there, just a few uh, plants. And um, let's show you that. It's just a little room. And so uh, you need to open that door. To open that outer door, yeah. And uh, she goes to open the next door. She says, "Oh, um, hang on, hang on." Um, oh, you know what men are like. He's rigged this place like a. Uh, and she takes the same key and she pushes it into a keyhole. This is in the wall, and you're a clunk on the other side. And um, she opens the door. She puts one foot through and taps. She says, "Nope, we're safe. We're safe. Come along then." And uh, you walk into a room, um, which has um, a staircase at one end, and. Um, various really nice paintings on the wall um depicting um various scenes from around the plug hole and there's a there's a really uh, a big nice statue at the far end and uh, she says oh place place your rock thing um just there in the middle we'll show everyone later they can all come and look at it that'd be lovely wouldn't it well exactly and uh, so yeah that, that, that uh, i've marked it there with that little uh, rock shaped thing in the middle of the room Yep. And uh, so she says, uh, okay, well, very good. Let's uh, rejoin the party, shall we? Marvellous. To... Um, before she goes, she's just going to put a hand to the to the egg and just sort of, like, silently wish Morn good luck um, and just kind of make a little, like, <sighs> and, then sh and then she'll leave. Uh, Morn is uh, through through the breathing holes is just having a little look around what is in the room, um, mainly doing some silent oh 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 he's pretty like <laughs> in her head. And what is Ratsnick doing? Um, I mean they're going to they're going to want to stay close by, um, so they'll so as they walk out of the object diary room into the little room just before um he will gesture to the the zombies to sort of line up say up against the um west wall there and then he'll just sort of stand in front of them and just sort of fold his arms and it's almost as if they have more of a job to do um he's just going to see how they react whether they can stay there or not but they'll all be sort okay. of dead still. Like the zombies, especially, will be like statuesque, motionless. And then Ratsnick will be just in front of them, like head bowed slightly, arms folded. 
Okay, so and you want to try and sort of convince her that you're going to be able to stay there? Yes, yeah, without speaking, uh, it's uh, it's like uh, they need to be nearby because their ceremony has another stage sort of thing. Um, so she gets halfway the door, she says, um, are you all people staying there? Um, well, it, it's, it's a very precious artifact, um, that, and the, the people do feel most, most attached with all of these people, um, outside that can't, that they, they don't know. They, I think they would like to be close, if uh, possible. Okay. Rats, okay. I'll let either Ratsnick do an intimidation or Blue do a persuasion. I mean, we know how well that went. Uh, what do we have? Uh, okay, so... Uh -huh. Probably still best. Blue? Okay. <laughs> no, okay, they're equal. They are equal. They okay, are let's go for it. Let's, have, let's get Ratsnick do an intimidation then. Okay, here we go. So with his... Wow. Ooh. Okay, so a Thank 17 gosh. is, yeah, he just, again, it's almost just the eerie motionless of him and his entourage that sort of just convinces her to leave them be. Yeah, so she says, um, okay, well, um, I suppose they can stay, but I, just, I don't think I should leave them here. Um, um, are you Warforged? Warforged? And, uh, this, um, this from outside the door this like mechanical walks in yes uh, yes madam yes madam I, will you stand there and watch them make sure they don't leave this room and uh, so the warforge now comes in and stands in one corner so are you in the object dar room or are you in the sort of me middle room i imagined you're in the object dar room but have you gone to the sort of room before that if yeah, well, it was, it, if she would have let us stay in the Objet Dar room, then that's where they would have preferred to be. Um, but if they've had to be moved out to the little room just after. No, she's she's going to let you stay the there with Dar. the... Um, yeah, with okay. the Warforged so, watching you. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll start, uh, be lined up against the wall still. Um, and then, yeah, Ratsnick could be just in front of them. Okay. All the zombies and... on the map, but yeah, the one token represents the Horde. <laughs> and uh, she says, so she says to the wolf, who said, um, don't, don't, don't stand there. None of you stand there. And she points to, like, the space just in front of the door. And uh, she leaves with um, Blue, and she does the keyhole on the other side of the wall, and you hear some clunking, and then she leaves the room, and uh, she um, locks the door behind her. And uh, then she says to one of the other waiters, um, "Get another, get another warforged here, please." And he scurries off. And uh, yeah, you're out into the party. Blue's going to turn to Theory and say, "My, it's 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 such a lot of of security you've got here. Um, the, I mean, that artwork is beautiful, but are you really that worried about it being uh, being stolen at your own party?" I'm I'm not, dear, but um. You know what the dark sites are like. Well, Junior's Junior's lovely. Um, well, you know he's lovely to me. Uh, but his father, you know, let's not speak about him. You've probably heard the rumours. 
Um, oh, well, talking okay. of talking of Junior, where is he? And she snaps her fingers, and another one of the waiting staff comes. And she says, "Go and uh, actually, no, Nightingale, go and fetch, go and fetch my betrothed." And um, Nightingale scurries off. Um, and uh, Nightingale, by the way, is like a is like a sort of four foot tall mouse. It's got like a mouse's oh. head. And um, it's a really so messed up version of Cinderella. So she, uh, assistance. she scurries off. Uh, let's go back to uh, Ratsnick. No, okay. not Ratsnick. Let's go back to Rothgon. Oh, okay. Um, Rothgon, you're so... in this room. You've just yeah, not I... been spotted. Theria has left. So I rolled an 18, um, having a rummage around, yes. trying to find oh. stuff. Investigation. Yeah, so you, for the most, there's it, there's not a lot there. There's some correspondence. Um, the most pertinent one is from Cranis, um, which basically um, telling, um, basically telling um, his son to keep um, Lox's body safe in the lab, um, that they're going to do some more experiments. Um, on on Lox's body, um, but uh, not to let anyone anywhere near the body on pain of death. It's quite a threatening letter. Um, you wouldn't want right. to get this from your father, although your although you know Rothgon's <laughs> father might well write a more terrifying letter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it does hitting close to home. Um, Rothgon will put um, the everything other thing, back. The other thing oh. that it hints at is that Lox is not necessarily dead. Oh. Um, what's the wording on the hint? Uh, so he, he says, uh, so it basically it, it says, um, the, the, uh, let me go on, let's, shall we do it? So he says, um, the, the, when the body is just before the point at which we lose the soul, this is the point at which I think our long experiments may well see fruition. Oh, Rothgon's going to make a mental note of those words to the best that he can whilst putting all of the papers back because he doesn't want, if anyone's come up here, to see that things have been disturbed and raised suspicions. So he's just like doing his best to remember those words. Um, and then, yeah, he will leave the bedroom um, and make his way back down to the ballroom. Okay, so as you make your way down to the ballroom, you yep. go... Um, the balcony's now filled up with uh, people. Let me fill it up with people for the people right. watching. Mm -hmm. Sorry for the people who are just listening Populating to this. people. Well, this is boring. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's various people sat around the tables. Um, at the table in the corner, um, there's some people playing cards. Yeah. And there is a tiny little fairy. Someone else is holding her cards for her. Mm. She's saying, oh, babes, babes, um, um, you know, you, you got to pay up. You gotta pay up. Um, 
Right, Rothgon, when passing this, would stop dead in his tracks hearing the voice. Um, have a look around. Spot the fairy he believes to be S. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, there's no doubt it's S. S is, there's, yeah. she's created sort of sparkly pink glitter cloud around her. She is wearing the most, uh, the most ludicrous dress. It's kind of all boobs and legs. Uh, and uh, she's kind of, her hair is huge. Her hair is huge with if all sorts of anyone can break that rule, it's S. Rothgon <laughs> <laughs> will wander over to the table and just be like, uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, is there any refreshments or beverages we could be getting for you? And uh, so Lady S, like, you notice it, but nobody else. So she sort of stops in a track, looks at you, like, with a quizzical look. And um, she says, will wink. Okay. Okay. And she yeah, drops she, her uh... drink. It's devastating. <laughs> <laughs> devastating. Uh, nobody else at the party is noticing. They're looking at their cards. There's this huge pile of chips in front of Lady S. Lady S has got next to her has got sort of a guy um, who is ripped, uh, but he's he's kind of got he's basically wearing gimp gimp clothing he's got kind of leather straps and leather pants and a, and a mask it's, it's not a gimp mask it's just a sort of black mask covering his just his whole face and uh, he's just pride the kink. uh sorry formal pride kink yeah formal pr yeah and uh he's holding the cards and uh, just keeps scooping uh the money she says well uh, oh this lot they'll probably want a drink i'm handing it to them i'll tell you what lads i'll buy you a drink and she tosses a chip towards you okay um we'll have well you'll have whiskey we'll have whiskey um yeah yeah i'll be i'll be back well they'll, they'll have whiskey they'll have whiskey i will have uh the pink champagne no make it a porn star martini <laughs> bring me a porn star now uh, uh. I mean, it looks like you kind of have one. Oh, you mean the drink, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so um, that's whiskey and a porn star. Um, on the way. Um, and you hear as you turn away, you hear in your head, "What are you doing here, Rothgon?" <laughs> um, Lady S is going to feel a tug on her dress. <laughs> <laughs> as Rothgon walks away. <laughs> and it's just going to be a... Down here! Down here! Hello! Uh, yeah, uh, Lady S, like, if you could see the... You can't, nobody can see this, but if you could see the sort of plane on which baby Rothgon is, and Lady S is now still playing cards, uh, but sh there is a second Lady S who is now just talking to Rothgon. Oh! Wow. Um... Hi! <laughs> uh, uh, what are you doing here, babes? Well, we're here to get Lox's body. Wait, wait, sorry. Rothgon accent now. Uh, we're here to get Lox's body. That's, that's, that's the whole point of being here. How oh, Granny's is gonna be pissed! Well, we gotta get it first and stuff. This place is pretty locked up tight and, um... Yeah, but we need, we need to get it. He can, he cannot have his body. Well, I don't know why we want to piss off the Mernigs. We should have sent that body back straight away. I totally agree with you, babes. 
Oh, is there uh, anything uh, you can do to uh, oh, can I help? What do you need from me? I, I don't know. I mean, this place is locked down, and there's guards, um, and uh, there's an alarm that um, leads into the lab. We don't even know what's in the lab. Maybe just information oh, would help. With you? Is it just you, Ruskon? The whole group's here. Oh, Morn? Yeah? When is she going to come and work for me? Um, I don't really think it's her bag, to be honest. Uh, oh, they're the know, best, she... though, babes. They're the best when it's not their bag. Does the humpy humpy, they, they die, it. you know? You don't, well, it's I've not pretty for business when... <laughs> I've got some clients who would love that, darling. Um, okay, well, look, um, and, um, Rothgon, uh, no, sorry, yeah. uh, Grongle, a little pink fairy appears next to you. Okay, there's one of them. Horn, another little pink hair fairy appears next to you. Oh, hello. Oh, uh, hello. Have I been in here too long? Have I started going crazy? Uh, you recognize immediately this is Lady S. <laughs> yes, of course. But, like, I, even if I recognize, even if I recognize, I may think I'd be going crazy. Uh, how, how are you in here, um, Lady, Lady S? I can be many places. Well, that is clever. Shh, I have to be really quiet because I am in egg. Um, at some point, egg will break open, and ta-da! There is a moan, but we're not. Shh, we're not supposed to tell anyone. I can say, "All right, babes," and she disappears. And, um, <laughs> she just complies. And uh, yeah, um, uh, Ratsnick, do a perception check. Oh, okay. Uh, perception check. Uh, it's an eight. Okay, oh. you do not see the little pink fairy that appears in the corner of the room and just says under it, the stinky one, and disappears again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see them all. I can see them all, babe. So you got to get down to the body in the lab. Yes. Yeah. That's that's exactly where we need to go. Is he dead? Well. I can feel him. You can feel locks. But is he dead? He seems dead, but I can feel him. I, What's that about, babes? I read something in a letter from Cranis to Cranis Jr. that they were doing... At the, the point in which the soul is about to leave the body is when they can do the long experiment. Oh, Cranis, that dirty old bugger. Right, I know what he's trying to do. Um, I won't talk to you about it, though. Love is probably below your uh, pay grade. Um, babes, what can I... Look, if anyone... If I catch you, I'll have to kill you all. But yeah. I want you to yeah. see. Let me... I, I want you to be successful. Um, what I will tell you is um, you can go out the back. The of back. the lab. Oh, so once we're in, there's a way out. There is, babes. Okay, that's good. That's really good. Get in, get locks, get out. Um, thank you, thank you. No, um, no problems. Rothgon, the, the psychic link will probably end because as Rothgon's walked off, he would need to keep a line of sight to keep casting it. Otherwise, it was only two minutes long without him being able to see us. I'm sorry for doing such a terrible jo uh, job. Of... I I liked her. I was just I wondering think when. Doing, I think you're doing a splendid job, darling. It's all right. Oh, thanks, darling. Thanks, babes. I was just wondering when I had time to record all the voice lines, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, so, uh, 
there's um let's go back now to uh grongle oh crotch goblin yeah, <laughs> yeah crotch goblin oh. um, yeah you, you literally <laughs> saw this fairy appear just note that you were there disappear immediately without speaking to you um you hear a knock at Kranis's door he says yes come in and uh, uh nice goes, oh, excuse me sir um um the lady uh Ethereum would like you to um join her at the party please sir Oh, for goodness sake, I... Uh, these parties. Oh, very well, I shall go and... Uh, she must have all these parties. And uh, he... Uh, I tell you what. I am going to roll a dice. Uh-huh. If I roll a ten or above, uh-huh. he's going to leave the key on the desk. Okay. If I roll a ten or below... If I roll below ten, give you the little chance... I'm gonna, um, he's gonna take it with him. Cool, Is that cool, fair? Cool. Yeah. Okay, let's see. And I rolled a 13. Yeah, that's a really attractive okay. desk. <laughs> so, yeah, he, uh, he's like, oh, oh, and he just doesn't think to pick the key up as he leaves. Um, uh, but as he leaves, he does lock the door behind him. And, How uh, he he uh, carries on to the party. Well, Grandma will grab the key. Um, what else is in the room? So in the room, there's a door at the far end. There's a bookshelf, um, and then there's the desk. There's not a lot else. Oh. There's pictures of him. There's two pictures of him looking very noble. One on a steed. Well, <clears throat> you know what they say. Can you do me, um, how stealthily is he trying to do this, getting the key, or is he giving up on stealth and... Uh, he's all about the stealth ball until he's not. Um, do me a stealth check then. Yeah. Do, do, do. It's a 16. Okay. Um, do me a perception check. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. 13. We're going down. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you don't notice anything, um, but you get the key. Nice. Um, we'll just have a quick look in some of the drawers and whatnot. Um, there's there's nothing in particular. No. To be honest, nothing, wor- nothing worth note. Um, Is there a pen or a quill or anything? Yes, yeah, there's a pen and a quill. There's notepaper. Hmm. It'll take them. Okay. <laughs> Just for sakes. Um... Um, there's a few actually. There's a there's a coin purse. Um, I tell you what, let's roll a dice. See how see what's I in like it. it. <laughs> I rolled a D one hundred and got a nat one. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Um, oh. So I'm going to say there is the coin? <laughs> one gold piece worth of silver. Of uh, bronze coins. Oh my god! Oh, might leave it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he's not so rich. You're not Maybe he's just a bad tipper. Yeah. Um. Right. Cool. Uh. So there's nothing else in any of the other like spaces. Nothing like cool or interesting around. Hey. No. What's in the other room? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> 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 I said that out loud. Sorry. Measure gaming. No, <laughs> None of yours tonight. <laughs> yeah, right? 
Sorry, I did. I genuinely didn't mean to say that out loud. No. <laughs> it's Although, just so exciting. The story we're telling is just so exciting. There is a question mark on the blue pins. Yeah. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We don't know what's in there. Depends whether depends whether Grungle like would have clocked that or not. To be fair, he 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 would be looking for things, and if there's a door, there's things behind doors. Okay. Oh, my oh God. no! Um, oh, I can see no. Ollie's face. I can see Ollie's yeah. face, and it worries me. It worries me a lot. Yeah. Now, yeah. What? What? Don't look in the room. Don't look in the room. My verbal diarrhea. Oh no! Now he's definitely going to. So you open the, the door, yeah, and curled up. <laughs> oh shit! Is a huge snake. Snakey. You're, you're being. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's huge. Um, for fans of. Um, for fans of D and D, and what this could be, it's a spirit naga, or naga. Not sure how you pronounce it. <laughs> And <laughs> uh, this thing looks terrifying. You've been real stealthy. So I don't know if I've revealed that on the map. You haven't. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't. No. We're worried, man. We're worried. Oh, I can't believe I said that. No, Connor has a sordid history of spirit nuggets. You've been very really? stealthy. Yeah. So I'm going to let you roll a stealth check to see if you wake this snake up. I mean... Oh, my God. You just spent the last 15 minutes not waking the snake, so... He's now opened the door. Yeah. I meant Kranis's. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah. I see. Sorry, I got it. <laughs> it was a dirty joke, mate. It was a dirty joke. A dirty. I'm trying to deny the fact that I'm feeling really... Oh, it's a 25 that stealth, though. Oh. oh. It just, just continues to sleep. Yeah. You know that Homer Simpson meme where he just disappears backwards into yeah. the hedge? That's what I'm imagining Grungle is doing. Grungle stabs him. <laughs> when you're looking at his feet, he was guarding something. Thank you very much. Oh, this thing is not pleasant. Yeah, I know. Uh, is there, is, 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 sorry, is the snake, is there anything in the room? Are they on uh, No. There's absolutely nothing in the room. It looks like it's some sort of guard dog, basically. That if you had, you know, been less stealthy in that room, it could have easily come through the door. What is up with you in your fucking snake rooms? <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Paul design a house. You're just sass it. Just sass it to death. Yeah, you evolutionary backpedal. Listen. To <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I know where I need to. Um. Cool. Oh, the door's locked. Paul, fuck you. Um. <laughs> uh, isn't that? Sorry, uh, I was gonna. I'm not meta gaming anyway. I'm, I'm shushing. I'm shushing about the key you just picked up. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, try the key in the lock. But I... yeah. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Can that um, I thought the one in the study was a skeleton key in the plans. It's annoying. Uh, has he got lock picking tools? I think so. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Nice. 19. You pick it with ease. Nice. Um, he will cast disguise self on himself to look like the. The fancy halfling that you saw in the street. 
Cool. Oh. Party. Okay. So it's got layers. So now we've got blue in the party room. Uh, and um, Kranis. Go back. Uh, Dark Sight Junior comes to join his other half. Um, drag him on. Uh, but not particularly to talk to you. They sort of wander off to talk to other guests. Oh. Dragged him on and he's a massive. Did Blue get visited by a fairy? Uh, not that she noticed. Okay. Because you're in this huge ballroom. Yeah. Um, um, so, Rathgon, you've come back down to your... You're now at the bottom of the stairs. You yep. see Blue. I go straight to the kitchen. Um, I grab a bottle of champagne. Um, and I just turn around to uh, Gabrielle. I'm like, I think it's time I do top-ups. And pops the champagne and walks back into the ballroom. And he's working his way round people, chopping up glasses. Um, trying to get to blue. Yeah, that's fine. He's just taken the order for Lady S's table and like not done it. Um, he would have told somebody on the stairs the exact <laughs> order that they wanted and that it's their job to do it um, because they are the trainee and um, yeah, he's senior to them. <laughs> Is he speaking from like personal experience? <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to say this on a, I don't want to say this on a stream, but it's like there's somebody I work with who has this kind of attitude. I've just based <laughs> <laughs> Rothgod's awful service standards on it's me working through my own <laughs> dealing with this individual. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're all just people. They uh, yeah, they don't uh, they they don't they don't take too kindly to the suggestion that you're they're better you're better than them. But they're fine. They uh, crack on. <laughs> It's, it's a whole that. industry to work in. You've got to be tough, man. <laughs> so yeah, you you get to you get to um, who are you going for? Blue. Blue. So yeah, you get to blue. It's fine. Um, so interesting developments. Um, good news. There's a uh, door out of the lab. Um, if we get to the lab, uh, S is here and she's given me that information. However bad news. Looks like Krennis and Krennis Jr.'s experiments on locks means he might not be entirely dead? Are we, are we talking not dead in that he wasn't yet dead when he was stolen, or he's been undeaded and in a gross way? All I can say is S can sense him and then she can't, and then she senses him. And I'm assuming her magic is crazy powerful, but yeah. she doesn't have the answers, but she can sense him. Oh. And then not. Crikey. Okay. Um, well, that's... We're going to have to... I guess we're just going to have to brace ourselves, because we've got to, we've got to get him out. Um, but that's good to know. Noted. Noted. Okay, um, so 
I'll go on Karen Karana. I was going to see what blew in. Yeah. So, yeah, Rothgon is just anyone that's passing by, he's just pouring glasses. And it's kind of like that, like, sort of back to back, not quite back to back, <laughs> but side to side. Like, we're not talking, but we are talking. Um, and um, he'll just, like, finish off going, um, I lost Grongle a while ago. I'm, I'm not sure what he's been up to. Hopefully, some good stuff. I feel like we'd know if it was bad stuff. Um, the, the True. So far, from him, I feel like it's better. Um, let's 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 keep it that way. Hopefully, he'll turn up. We've got to trust him. I feel like he's 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 been doing well. Um, and then she's she's gonna sort of say, "Yes, I would like some more champagne. Thank you." Um, uh, yeah, no problem, madam. Um, would you like some uh, hors d'oeuvres or a pair of ifs? <laughs> Okay, we get while you hold this conversation, we're gonna go and see what Ratstick's doing. Okay, I mean he's for the most part he's waiting. In his mind now he's gotta wait until the tour is just finishing before he kicks in, so there's probably not a lot actually, to be honest. He's going to be almost mentally tuned into the the zombies on just adamant and keeping the focus on do not move, do not groan, just stay dead silent. So he's he's almost just like not reassuring them, but like recommanding them like every few seconds. Um Yeah, I, I think he's gonna he's gonna keep it up. So he won't he'll keep his head bowed the whole time. Um, in front of this guard. Yeah, he's not going to move. He's just waiting now um, until the tour is just finishing. Okay. And what's uh, Morn doing? So, <clears throat> Morn has now um, kind of settled herself down. Um, and out of the bag of, bag of holding, she pulls this snow globe that she acquired a few days ago. Um, and she shakes it. And she watches the snow and the little bits of glitter go down, and it just makes this enormous smile, like, form across her face. It's just absolute delight. And she puts it in her lap, and she pops her paws together, her claws together, and says, Dearest Paladine, hello there, is Morn, Karazer Morn. Obviously whispering very quietly, mostly in her head. I have found the prettiest, shiniest thing I could possibly find. It's so glittery and sparkly. I think I have never seen anything more beautiful in my whole life. If you would like to have beautiful, sparkly thing, maybe you could give us our friend Locks back? He was very nice. I'd only just met him and it would have been nice to have got to know him a bit better. And then I lost my other friend, Tokash. He was also getting to be my nice friend too. He was like Dragon Puppy. But if could maybe swap Pretty Snow Globe for Locks not being dead, that would be very, very nice. Thank you. Um, Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, can you do a religion check for me? I can indeed. Da -da -da -da. I love Morn so much. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't love Morn. Um, a 22, natural, nat 20. Wow. Oh. Uh, I mean, on that, yeah, there was only one result. <laughs> so, 
you feel yourself slipping backwards. Like, although there's rock behind you, it's like you're falling through the rock, falling through the rock. And you land on uh, just a sheet of what sort of water or glass. It's, it's like water, but it's, it is, it, you're not wet. And it stretches to the horizon in every direction. There's a huge silver moon, which is reflected in this watery sheet. Which, so it, it's only half risen, but it creates a full moon through the reflection. And uh, you hear the voice say, Ah, mourn, my daughter. Why do you still pray to Paladine? Um, I, I, I've always prayed to Paladine. Paladine is good to me. Ah, but will you not take the path of the night? What is the path of the night, please? Ah, the path of Salune. Salune? I do not know Salune. I, I know Paladine. Paladine is 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 my god. He he guides me. Um the things I do are because of, of Paladine. Amorn, I've watched you since your birth. From the skies above. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I watch over you every night. Oh. I want you to follow me. But I... But you're talking to me. Gods do not talk to the people. Paladine does not talk to me because he is, he is a god. He does not do talking to people. That is not... That's not, not how it works, no? Salune so talks to her daughters. M Morn's gonna have like a proper like <laughs> like crisis <laughs> because so could could you help me with my friend? Do you want to run with the pack, Morn? The pack? You mean you like see the these pack of dogs, sort of like ethereal ghost dogs, just run past you and towards the full moon? Oh, I do like the puppies. They're very, very fun. And my friend, she she runs with, with pack of wolves. My friend Blue. Oh, I know Blue. You do? Oh, that is nice. It's a small world, isn't it? <laughs> um, I... I... I will save locks if you follow me. Oh. Um, would you give me a moment? Um, and she will just kind of turn away from the moon and be like uh, hand, hands together again um, Paladine um, this lovely lady goddess is asking me to run with her um, is this a thing that I should be doing or not doing? If you don't stop me I will assume that is a thing I'm supposed to be doing because that's how you work. I do the things and if you don't want me to do them you stop me from doing them so I'm going to trust you Okay. Uh, so, roll another religion check for me. <laughs> uh, religion. That's a twelve. Uh, you get no response. Okay, that is that is your will. Hello, Saluni lady. Um, goddess Saluni, sorry, I, I, I should not call you, call you Saluni, lady. Um, would you like my snow globe? And um, mm -hmm. 
the so yeah the snow globe is in your hands in this ethereal realm and um uh like it starts to the snow and it starts to swirl and swirl and it starts to glisten and as it glistens that snow the snow comes out and is now around the outside of the globe and as it does it just dissipates ah oh, i hope you like it and i promise i will be best follower that i can be and thank you for saving my friend. And uh, you feel this force coming straight at you from the moon, which hits you and you fall backwards and into the egg. Oh my God. Wow. Okay, nearly time. Come on, we're coming for your locks. Don't you worry. And uh, let's go back to, very good. Sorry, that was great. Uh, if you haven't got inspiration, take inspiration, join me. Thank you very much. Um, okay, uh, so Connor, um, where no. is our halfling at this point? We have another break. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Saluni that just breaks us when she appears? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think it's the sexy deep voice that Paul does whenever he does it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, Mon's adorable and hasn't had a chance to be it yet, really. <laughs> Just had to lock her in an egg away from us. Yeah. <laughs> Give her some peaceful time, yeah, away from all the noise and she's fine. <laughs> um, he will be trying to find uh, Blue and Derek. Derek? Kevin. Derek. 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 Uh, yeah, you get to the bottom. You get to the bottom of the stairs, and I think you guys haven't moved far from the Objet Darum. Is the impression I get? <laughs> if anyone was paying attention to us, they would think it was really odd. This one party guest and this one waiter will not stop. Kind of. They, uh, I have rolled a couple of perception checks, and nobody's oh, noticed. Shit. Well, <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, so you see them uh, fairly near the, the doors. Um, by now, another Warforged has, uh, is, is guarding this too. Still two Warforged now by the door. Right. Um, he'll, like, rather pompously walk by um, and go... <clears throat> Got the key. Carry on <laughs> walking uh, towards the kitchen. Cool. Um, Grungle? I think so. Why don't, why don't you go check in on him? I, I shouldn't really go toward, towards the kitchen. Yeah, do you, hang around outside. I'll, I'll, I'll go in. Yeah, and, we've been um... standing here for a suspiciously long time now. So <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go and mingle. Um, and she'll just turn around and start talking to the like next party guest that's like near her. Okay. Um, just don't go too far. It looks like we're getting close to this. And then Rothgon will go and find this purple-clad halfling. Cool. Um, so Gary Bell's already like, um, you can't come in here, you're a guest. Uh, you need to know you can't come in here. Well, I just wanted to say that the service has been top-notch all night, especially that Michael. Really oh, good. thank you very much. No, uh, Michael. Michael, Michael is excellent. I'm hoping that it will uh, put my service full time. Yeah, 
I think he'd make a great. And this strapping fellow here. Uh, no, he is uh, absolutely terrible, but I'm glad you don't. You haven't noticed yet. Moth God's <laughs> swigging from the champagne bottle at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I think, Derek, you wanted to. Um, I think you needed to use the dumb waiter. I too think he's a dumb waiter. I, uh, um. <laughs> Gary Brown loved um, that joke. Rothgon doesn't remember saying anything to Gabriella, but he is going to go over to the dumb waiter and check it. Uh, there's there's nothing in there. I think Gary Brown. I think the DM just thought you'd have discussed the plans with her, but. Fine. <laughs> well, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Um, discuss the plan with us, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we barely have a plan. Um, so yeah, he'll just say, Look, thank you, um, we just need to catch up for a minute. Um, and then he'll just turn to Grongle and be like, um, so? Am I allowed in? I think the stupid orc wants to keep me out. Oh, just ignore her, it's best. Ah, uh, probably, yeah. Um, I got the key. Okay. Is Gongor's voice coming out of this? Yeah, <laughs> Oh, is he? Is that the? Uh, is that? Is that you, Michael? Uh, yes. You've just got that. Hmm. It's a very good disguise. Thanks. I do call you Gary Brother the Wise, where I come from. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you very much. Gary Brill starts to blush. Mm. <laughs> anyway, this damn waiter. There's a big fucking snake upstairs. That was Not fun. <laughs> How big? Um, about five and a half inch. No, um, the other one. Big. But that I can't. Let's, um,. Let's ignore that. Um, does it look like it would turn into a staff? No, never mind. Um, <laughs> so what? What? What's? What's best to do now? Uh, come up from the um, art vault and uh, let Blue and myself in, or? Well, I don't really know because we could get in there pretty easy, right? Well, uh, the dumbwaiter's quite uh, quite small, and someone needs to operate it. Well, I could go in. Did you not have something about moving through walls, or...? Well, you know, I can always teleport. Um, I can make some rocks move, if that's what you want. But it's one or the other, really. Hmm, well, I suppose one of us needs to tell Blue what's going on, so... Okay. Yeah, let's send you down. Oh. Okay. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you getting a dumb waiter? What? Who knows anymore? Fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> so... You left it to the two people that have been destroyed by the lit fest. What do you think is going to happen? I thought you were crying. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, well, last time you helped. 
<laughs> Big old Jesus, what's that out. map? So, do me a stealth check then. What, as it comes down? Oh, yeah. the dumb way just puts you where the guards are. Oh. Yeah. Hey guys, did you want a distraction? Grungle gets stuck by the machines. You were going to hold drinks for the. No, I'm going to use my inspiration to reroll that one, Paul, because that was an at one. Oh my god. Uh oh. Thank you, Power of Friendship. An episode and a half later. That's a 13. It's not much better. Okay. Ten to stealth. <laughs> uh, are you still got luck of the halfling though, uh, or whatever it was? The luck of well, didn't you have some sort of, of the trickster? Oh, yeah, bless the trickster. <sighs> so your first roll yep. was a thirteen. Well, yep. probably should have been. A, yeah, let me roll again. Do the next. So one now you get to your inspiration roll. At advantage. At advantage. <sighs> Twenty-two. That's better. Ooh. Thanks, Paul. So that's better. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. So, yep, yeah, you come down and uh, you come into this huge, huge room. Um, it's uh, 100, 100 foot long by 80 foot wide. In it are these massive statues. There's various plinths um, with things on them. There's a big chest in the middle of the room, um, as well as uh, what you can see is a, is a what looks like a button on this, because that's what I told everyone it was. But it's actually a chain pull now. Um, <laughs> Uh, marching round the edge of the room are six Warforge. Right. <clears throat> um, can I pull the rope, see if it... Rob gonna feel it? Uh, okay. Um, do a perception check, Rothgon. I really hope I'm paying attention. He's just downed a bottle of champagne. <laughs> yeah, it's no, rough done. It took one swig. Come on, that belly touches the sides. I mean, I say this, I can't find my um, skills, so perception. <laughs> Just you're building the tension. You're building the tension. I am. I am. Come on. Um, a sixteen. Uh, yeah, you notice. Um, rough gone will. Take that as a, um, oh shit, um, take a second, and then, um, remember the trip to hell. Um, <laughs> and then wheel him back up. <clears throat> right, well, the plans were right. Oh, the guards. Yeah, a few of them. Okay. Uh, maybe we we need blue on this one. Maybe we need Paul. One. Sorry, yes. Paul. Uh, DM. What yes. time is it? What at the party? At the party. Uh, yeah, we're just wondering uh, how much longer I have to sit in an egg. Um, let's say it's, it can be ten thirty if you want it to be. You want it? You can wait till it can be eleven. I, I'm I'm easy if you want to be. <laughs> well, it's... If you want the tour to be happening. Um, I reckon this is taking you about an hour, an hour and a half, everything that's been going on. So, yeah, you're probably talking 10.30. Cool. Cool, cool. So what's Blue doing while you're waiting for them to return? 
Well, Blue will have been just, she will have turned around and spoken to the first guest that she came across um, and will be attempting to make chit chat. Okay, until they walk away. Say. With her excellent charisma. So, this fella, let me tell you about this guy. Nope. Um, he is called. Osiris, and he's like a plant. Oh. Uh, and he is called Sir Piers Everdeen. Oh, no, no, he's not. Sorry. He's called Othyris, and he was sent to us by uh, DM Yeti, um, and he's oh. a Mandrake Binder. So this is a class created by Mage Hands Press. So uh, thank you very much, uh, DM Yeti. Um, and uh, he's like a plant person, and he says, Oh, hello! <laughs> nice to speak to some of the humanoids sometimes. Oh, hello. How are you? Very good. They're serving a lot of plants. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. The person who runs me is deaf. They're serving a lot of plants, and I only eat insects! Oh, that must be difficult. Yes! Um, I, I can have a look and see if I can find a spider or something for you. That'd be very kind. Blue's gonna do a, like, can Blue do a perception check and see if there are any, like, spiders in any corners or anything? Uh, yeah. Um... Twenty-one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see a spider um, just just quite near you on the skirting board. Blue uh, has not got the fear of spiders that Moa has, so she's gonna bend down and just kind of sort of goop it up and just sort of hand it over and be like, "Oh, here you go, pal." So do a sleight of hand check for me. Uh, yeah, that's fine. And he just, he loves it. He gobbles it up. I'm really sorry to um, Ma Mage Hand Press if I am just creating lore for Mandrakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this is not, this is not official. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, this is so, a fuckery yeah. when you lend your characters to roll the damn dice. So... Uh, Morn, in your egg, are you still waiting for the tour? Is that what your plan is? Yeah, I'm waiting for the tour. Yeah. Um, okay. Morn, um, yeah, Morn has been told not to break out of the egg until the tour is over and the only people left in the room are our guys. Okay. Or I'm alone. Um, would, would you like to fast forward to the tour? Well, I, no, I would like to make sure, like, see what's, what's, um, Krongle and, and Rothgon uh, were, were doing. Um, I kind of want them to come find me. Which is what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's fine, and I, I'm so, I'm going to assume you sort of relay everything you've done. Yeah, so Rothgon at this point is getting very sloppy at the job, not because he's been drinking, just because he doesn't give two fucks. So he's literally <laughs> just pouring champagne as he passes, and people's glasses are over spilling. It's just spilling onto the floor. He's it's just like, yeah, uh, the, the vegan snacks are that way. Um, right. So, um, Gongo, tell her what you saw. Ah, 
everything we saw on the plan. What do you mean everything? What did you see? Why did you go? What 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 did you do? Well, we just, just scouted out. Recon strategy. But you're all right. You're all right. You didn't get you didn't get hurt or anything. He left me down there for a little while, but um, <laughs> I didn't realize what you were yanking for. <laughs> well, um, not a credit. Um, okay. Well, at least we know that they're they're right. But, but okay, what well, the the tour is going to be soon. We've just got to we've got to make sure that that um, Grogel, you're in you're is you're a guest now. I I, I suppose, but we. Rathgun, you've got to do a better job of pouring because we need you to come in as as um, part of the catering staff. You, like try and try and be a bit neater when pouring that 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 champagne. But... Listen, I've got this whole shtick going on. Derek, like you know, he he thinks he's very skilled in the industry, but he's actually not that skilled, sort of thing. Very noisy, talks his way through everything. Listen, Don't worry, I'm really no one. Using your Amdram experience for this, but I don't think you need to develop this character as much as you have. I'm gonna take directing notes from you. I never tried. <laughs> never directed uh, I know, but I <laughs> And uh, while you're talking, the uh, the matron says, "I." Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be doing a tour of the uh, object bar room shortly. Please, uh, please, if you wish to uh, enter, you come, come here. And uh, you're pretty close to the door, so you're kind of in this crowd of people who have um, come up. Um, one more person. I'm going to introduce you to one more person, just because uh, Stephen Kitchens at and this I've said his name. So sorry, Stefan Kitchens at NVR3. R, uh, NV3RTFR34K sent me Sir Pierce Everdin. Uh, <laughs> oh, hello, you're here to see the, um, the, um, the, 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 the object, ah. To us? Who's talking to you, though? Oh. Will you accompany me? And he puts his arm out like this for you to. Well, and she's gonna, she's gonna do like, she's gonna glare at Rothgon, who just like insulted her in, in terms of like her trying, her not like being a good actor and like playing her part. So she's just going to like, she's gonna turn her shoulder to him and be like, "Well, kind sir, thank you. I would be my, it would be my honor for you to escort a lady such as myself. I'm, I'm, I'm all of a quiver." That you would choose me and and she's just gonna let him take her hand um, Rothgong um pours out the champagne bottle towards pierce's hand and it's just like uh sir can i offer you a top-up since you just took a downgrade and he, he clicks. He says, Dark sight, dark sight. This young oh, man is in parts that he shouldn't be allowed oh, in the no. party. What I was talking Luke, about Luke, was. Please interrupt. She's going to say, ah, No, kind sir, I thank you for coming to my aid. But I, I insist he he be punished for his um, rudeness by continuing to serve and proving that he can, and, and proving that he can make it 
self better the lowly squire. Maybe a persuasion check then. <laughs> yeah, because these have gone so well. Oh. I don't. I can't believe we've got through this whole thing without a deception check. Not that that would probably be any better for Blue, but. <laughs> Deception, like charisma. You have uh, so dark side comes and says, um, "What's what's the matter? Uh, what's the matter, my lord? Is it well? This 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 young man is an impertinence. Send him back to the kitchen. I do not want to see him here anymore." And uh, and uh, yeah, Cranis uh, just uh, dark side junior just looks at you. He says, "Well, back to the kitchen. You can stay in there for the rest of the night." I feel like being punished for an awesome joke. <laughs> it was very funny, I liked it. Very good. <laughs> At what cost? At yeah, what cost? Does Rothcon go back to the kitchen or? Um, <clears throat> oh, oh, I'm, I'm not being funny. I'm not actually 100% sure what it is I said or did. Um, do you? Um, young, fine um, lady, care to explain what uh, offence was uh, apparently caused? Uh, the lady won't be explaining anything to you. And uh, well, I, I, I don't think we should all be talking over her. She's got her own he, voice, hasn't she? He clicks his finger and the two, uh, the two, um, the, the two uh, warforged by the uh, door um, come and just take you by the arm and, and lead you out to the kitchen. So there are no more Warforged in the main room. Oh, well, that's one thing. Nice. <laughs> we need hellscape, Rothgum! Don't worry, I'm devising a second plan. Blue <laughs> 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 will be glaring at him through gritted teeth and wide eyes that I'm assuming his Evergen will just take as, like, Lady Shock. Um. <laughs> uh, so he, I assume steers her into the object our room. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you've been taken in. You're in a crowd of about uh, 10, 15 people. Not many people are that bothered by coming in to see the object R. And um, uh, yeah, so you, you're in there. There's about, as I say, there's about 10, 15 people sort of milling around, looking at the art. Um, there's just the, um, and uh, the Warforged leaves the room to go and stand outside and take the post of the other, his other two uh, friends. And uh, yeah, people sort of mill around for about 10 minutes and then start to leave. Okay, so as as the last person, um, as the last guest leaves the Obsidar room, um, Ratsnicker sort of turned to the zombies behind him and in just a very hushed voice, just be a, I do be proud. And then he'll nod to the door to them. 
and they'll follow um they'll follow the last guest out okay um and then when when they all um just as they leave the door to the or go through the door back into the ballroom um ratstick could do the mental command to them and they start humming quite loudly the same sort of chanting they did before they'll start humming louder and louder and louder and then make i guess like a circle in the middle of the room okay and again it'll pick up like the intensity or build and build and build and then one of them will break off from the group and find just a random guest and grab hold like not aggressively but firmly grab hold of their arm and try to pull them into the middle of the circle as they all keep chanting louder and louder guest thinks this is wonderful and is really loving it. Uh, they don't really know what's happening, but they're very excited that the entertainment is here. And um, I'm going to say, I'm really happy. I liked what you did. You've fully distracted the party. You are now alone in the Objet Um, Rongel came in, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, <clears throat> right. Rothgun got shipped off to the kitchens i have no idea where he's planning on being um he can't i don't think he can get in but we've we've got to lock the door um while we've got the chance so crumble um wait uh shit does the does it get locked from the outside we never got a key to um the actual object dar room it was didn't have a key it didn't lock you're in the room no, no, no! But the to the object dar room, not to the not to the vault. Um, she's just going to close the door. Um, Isn't it a skeleton key? No. We'll figure no. it out when we try and the locks, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Rothgon, you've been taken it. right. Sorry, Rothgon, you've been taken right out to the delivery area. That's and, fine. Uh, the uh, the. Uh, one of the um, Warforged is going to stay here to make sure you stay out. Um, could is it possible you could send the orc lady boss back here? Um, I just need to talk a little bit about my um severance package, about you know holiday pay and all of that stuff, and make sure that we're on the same page, get my paperwork together, and then yeah, I'll be out your air, I'll be gone. So gone. Gary Brielle comes out and says, Um, what, what, what have you done now? Wow, well, I just opened my mouth, didn't I? Um, Wait. Oh, Mr. Ratsnick, sir, it always gets you into trouble. Just... Uh, okay. Um, he opens the door. I remember when you were just a lech. I remember when you were just a lech. Yes, and Now yes. look at I, you. I, 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 I'm not a known necromancer anymore, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and he's literally trying to fit himself into the three-foot dumbwaiter. Uh, how tall is Rothgod? Five, nine. Yeah, I'm gonna say he can fit in. It's pretty tight. He's like crouched. Yeah, wings just like. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, right, just fog me in here, lock the door, send me down, but do not let it open at the other end. Just keep it closed, and I'll figure out what to do from there. Okay. So yeah, she's uh, she's oh well, okay. Um, sure you know what you're doing, Mister Rothgun. And she lowers starts. You start lowering down. <laughs> 
if we can help you out with your bar situation, and we will. Thank you for all your help this evening. Uh, okay, so you're you're on your way down. What are the other three of you doing? Four of you doing? Morn, Morn has to break out of this bloody egg. She's been in there a really long time. Lou right. Is going to, she's going to like do a sort of secret knot knock sequence on the on the outside of the um, egg. She's gonna do a sort of like um, uh, knock knock pause knock pause knock 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 pause knocky knock knock. <laughs> Uh, Morn is basically just like going to stand up, <laughs> just completely un unfurl, <laughs> like, like she's breaking out of an egg, um, and do a little ta-da! <laughs> oh, um, wait, wait, before you do anything, don't stand in front of the door, because if they lock the doors on the outside, that will become trap. You stay away. All right. Gotcha. I mean, look, look, I, can I came out of egg. <laughs> It worked. Thank you very much. Oh, it's nice oh, to God. see my friends again. I have had such an exciting time. I will tell you all about it, but probably when we have saved Lox, who, by the way, is not dead. What? Oh, yes. No, I knew that. Um... <laughs> you know... <laughs> uh, Rat Rat Six looked a little bit confused, but he's just like, I mean, I can um, seal the door up if we want. Like, so permanent. <gasps> That's like a very good idea but i'm not really the ideas person um i like it yep remember blue remember <laughs> we've got an exit um lady s she's um she uh, she's here and she spoke to rothgon or rothgon spoke to her i'm not really sure how it worked but um there's a there's an exit in the lab there's a back exit so we'll be able to get out just through there so seal it do whatever you need to do excellent and uh, he'll make his way over to the door. He won't stand just in front where uh, it was pointed out to him. So he'll sort of stand to the side and he'll um, he'll sort of slide his hand down where the door meets the wall. Um, and as he as he does, he'll kind of stone shape and just merge the door with the wall and just completely do away with it. Just seal it all around. Amazing. This is clever. Um, don't don't go anywhere near that little plastic bag, by the way. There is nothing nice in there. <laughs> I do apologize. Um, <laughs> I've tied the top. I don't normally like to leave them out. I would put them in a bin, but there is no bin in here. <laughs> Wait, cool. Is there like a vase or something we can just drop <laughs> it in? <laughs> yeah, I'll say there is. There's a vase. It's in the vase. <laughs> like ancient bars we'll just like just shove it in there um... right we're gonna get a genie's curse now <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh you've arrived at the bottom yeah can you roll me a stealth check please oh but i said not to open the door okay that's fine if it all goes wrong there's always screaming so... uh... come on how stealthy is a guy with wings and bleach blonde hair and a big coat? That's a six. Okay. <laughs> As you arrive at the bottom, the doors automatically open. Oh, and I just and <laughs> fall, just roll out. <laughs> the Warforger, the Warforger, all look at you. Hello, boys. My name's Rothgon. What's yours? 
And I think with that, we will uh, bring the episode to an end. Wow. Oh my god, I love the I love that Stephen has keyed up what will be the episode we play on Halloween with a paraphrasing of Hocus Pocus. Wow. <laughs> it's actually that is Gypsy. brilliant. It's from Gypsy, it? and yeah. Bette Midler was filming Hocus Cause... Pocus and Gypsy at the same time. That so is when amazing. She says, hello, Sailor, my name's Winifred, what's yours? It's a play on, hello, boys, my name's Rose, what's yours? I'm enjoying Rose's turn. Oh, now I love it even more. Here I am with the Halloween and musical theatre knowledge. Did you say Stephen was gay? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Amazing, guys. I tell you what, right? Up until the very last second, that went really well. Oh, and yeah. You were very smooth. successful at hosting. I didn't want to say. Every now and again, I was like, this is going really well. But I didn't want to say it because I knew that would curse it. I think narratively, it's all gone very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stephen was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how far I can push Paul before he has to punish me. <laughs> I don't understand what kind of service worker you expected Rothgon to be. Uh, Grongle, so... apparently, was the, the answer. <laughs> yeah. Grongle set the bar, Rothgon somehow went down to hell with it. Oh, guys, you were amazing, and I feel really bad for Luke, just like waiting in his robes just for hours. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I didn't realise we were going to heist in real time, guys. <laughs> you thought we were going to heist in montage. We, we did turn yeah, up montage. six hours early <laughs> and then played it out hour by hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so um, I suppose it's just uh, yeah, guys, come and see us at um, Comic Con. Did we say Comic Con? Comic Con, we're going to Comic Con. We got invited to Comic Con. That's the we thing did. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, Stephen. Oh. Um. Yes. So, um, we will see you back on the 31st to see what the fuck happens next. Um, until then, um, go out into the world and roll the damn dice. But spooky. Zombies carry a mourn-filled egg, powered by necromancy. Who's the scarier chef between Grongle and Gordon Ramsay? What's that you should what's that you said? Locke's not quite dead. Does no one remember the damn plan? Blue takes a level in improv and Rothgon takes a level in Amdram. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye